This is the Atomic Shoreman Sweat Lodge. He's controversial. Wait, shut it down. Some say antisocial. You guys are on a rock be making me want to fucking hang myself. If there's a OSHA regulation, he's doing exactly what the feds want you to. He's violating it. This is totally not legal advice, but like, ignore every law that is annoying for you. The man they call Windigo. Offensive, shocking, racist, and most importantly, unfunny as hell. There's no humor or jokes other than black people bad, racism funny, slurs funny, etc. If you're 12 years old or under, maybe you'll find some enjoyment. If you're an adult, you'll not find much here. Her milkers bring the boys to the yard. I'm gonna go out and get plastered tonight so that I can make a bunch of good decisions. She has dank memes and weed. And I can grab the link if you guys want it. But she can aid your spiritual realm needs. How many coincidences before it's mathematically impossible? She's Brandy. And you're listening to shit and you're letting your kids listen to it. Worship Travis Scott. Worship Travis Scott. Travis Scott is amazing. Travis Scott loves you. Everything is Travis Scott. Travis Scott world. Astro world. This is the place to be. Blah, 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 blah. He's the resident sound hound. Have you ever seen a prolapsed anus before? <laughs> the audio wizard in the acoustic blizzard. Damn. Fixed in post-editing, bitches. You can find him in luchador tights. I'm young and reckless. Hell yeah. The man of a thousand sound bites. It's not true. Give it up for Van Rollington. They're committing blood rituals for Trump and for the white race. The graphics guru of digital visuals. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the meat and potatoes of the show. He puts the Aspen aesthetics. If someone accused me of being a rabbi more times than I can count. The tribal chief himself. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. Klaus Newhouse. It started off like very interesting and then it started getting really degenerate towards the end, you know. Special guest. He is the Lex Luthor of the Legion of Dudes. Somebody deemed this to merch. <laughs> He's also the district manager for Red Lobster in Colorado. Red Lobster with the cheddar biscuits. He is famous for his world-renowned cheddar biscuits. Dude, that's so fucking funny. He's Dr. Till. I dance for everybody, so you put on just the right beat, I'll start dancing. It doesn't really take a whole lot. Sometimes he undergoes a strange transformation. <laughs> yeah, I'm an OBS tweaker. <laughs> he is the undisputed champion of Simp Wars 2021. Uh, I'm submitting my, my formal application. He is the romantic rival of James Clark III. There was more than one muffin tumble down out there in the world. I've seen a cow once. He's Tiberius Till the Eight. That's me, Jonathan Tiberius Till the Eight. How you doing? I also started learning Spanish. Hola. That's right. That was Spanish. It's been a bountiful corn harvest. Which mean the gods of white boy summer are pleased. This is the Atomic Shoreman Sweat Lodge. Alright, we've got to head into uh, band for that introduction. Thank you. Yes, my favorite introduction. <laughs> what made it your favorite? What's up? Is that what made it your favorite? Oh, um, probably the the George Floyd thing at the end. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that reading. I just can't stop myself from laughing. It's, it's my favorite. The kids love no, George Floyd. Bill doesn't even begin to describe it. 
Yeah, he, he's basically purple. He's like Barney. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had a busy week, man. I was on the Lulbury show on Monday. And then I was on Legion of Dude last Thursday. And then I, I swung by Ministry of Dude this afternoon for a little bit. Try to show a show where Dr. Till runs. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he's doing a, another dab right now, but let's start talking about uh, current Holy events. Bad. Howdy, y'all. How y'all doing? I didn't realize how much of an idiot I sound like until you guys put all those sound clips back to me. <laughs> It's like, who's this doofus? Oh, that's my voice. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I hate the sound of my own voice, too. So I try not to listen to the show. Uh, I don't even listen to this podcast when we're done with it. I'm like, no, it's, it's whatever. Just put it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you, man. I just, like, I just don't like to listen to myself, man. I just come off like a, like a fucking retard. <laughs> so I got, Maybe a, am. I got an interesting uh, conspiracy theorist on TikTok. So... How many of you out there are still uh, working on your New Year's resolution of getting in shape? You know, the whole New Year, New Me thing? Yeah, so there appears oh. to be an unusual conspiracy surrounding Planet Fitness. It appears that Planet Fitness paints the wrong amount of weight on its weights. And they are lighter than they appear. So a 45-pound plate would really weigh 40 pounds. And so your recently acquired gains are all false. Now, you might be able to bench 315 at Planet Fitness, but struggle with 225 elsewhere. And the theory behind this is... To give clients a false sense of accomplishment, really stroke their egos to keep them working out at their gyms. Oh, makes a lot of sense. I get nice and quiet in my gym. Quiet with that. So a CS:GO streamer has received a suspension from Twitch after shaving his privates in front of his viewers during a live stream on the platform. It hasn't been long since the streamer in question, CS:GO Ambi started streaming on Twitch. In fact, a glance at his Twitch tracker page reveals that he's only been streaming since April 2021. Now, during a CSGO stream on July, January 27, 2022, CSGO Ambi was seen finishing a ranked game before getting up from his chair. He returned to stream for a few moments, but with the razor in his hand, and then proceeded to unbutton his pants and started shaving his pubic hair live on stream. Best content on Twitch in a while. It took less than a year for him to get to that point. How much material did he burn through in those nine months? So why exactly did CSGO Ambi shave his genitals on a Twitch stream is still unclear to many. However, Twitch mobs were swift to ban the CSGO streamer from the platform for explicit display of nudity during his stream, which goes in violation with the Twitch terms of service. Now, why the duration of his ban hasn't been revealed, it's highly likely the suspension is a permanent one. It didn't take long for the clip to circulate across social media forums, drawing hilarious reactions from Reddit and Facebook users alike. What a thing to be famous for. No thanks. <laughs> so the University of Nebraska mascot's hand gesture has been revised to avoid connection with white supremacy. They removed the OK hand sign, and now the mascot looks like an Islamic extremist. Oh, shit. Russia expels U.S. Embassy diplomats from Moscow and says, take your rainbow flags with you. And I wonder how they'll respond to combat dilation stations that are being deployed to the Ukraine. <laughs> Not very well, I assume. <laughs> so AOC takes a break from Twitter after mean tweets trigger anxiety. Let's hope it lasts. Can we do the same thing to our political career? 
I don't know if we can do that, but you know, encourage us to bully people off of social media that are celebrities. I guess it can work with politicians if you're mean enough. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to try. Yeah. So, New Jersey's weather predictor Milton Mel just dies before Groundhog Day. Does this mean we are due for a nuclear winter? <clears throat> Perhaps. So, Avril Lavigne responds to rumors that she died and was replaced by a body double named Melissa. She called the rumors dumb and so weird. Now, supposedly the same thing has also happened to Lady Gaga and Dave Chappelle. But I think she's a lizard person and she just shed her skin. Amazing! Now, I have a schizo post from someone named Anonymous Coward. I have just heard this from a friend who is very high up in the Polish army. As some of you may have heard, there was a recent so-called migrant crisis at the border of Poland and Belarus. The army was sent to protect the border. Entire towns have been sealed off and cut off from the axis for journalists, and nobody's coming in or out. Now, he told me the real reason for it. Apparently, really big something really big has been discovered in the woods at the border with Belarus. Even he doesn't know the exact details of it, but the info is circulating around the soldiers that it's not of this planet's origin. The area has now been taken over by the U.S. Army Rangers stationing in Poland, and there are U.S. military convoys coming in and out. Among them are tanks, armored vehicles that are completely sealed with black materials. There are no visible details, no doors, no windows, completely black and impenetrable. The area is now the OST... Most heavily guarded place in Poland. No civilian is allowed in or out. He told me the stuff is still in the woods and it's too big to be moved. And they won't be able to keep the secret much longer. The info is spilling outside and they will have to reveal it to the public very soon. He said his commander told him to get prepared because it will change the course of mankind forever. So there has been a recent fertilizer plant that could explode and homes have been evacuated in North Carolina. And we think this is a next generation warfare attack on us. And if you don't have fertilizer, you can't grow your crops. And the current supply crisis gets worse. Now, preppers have been encouraging people to turn their yards into gardens so you become less reliable on getting your vegetables at the grocery store. Uh, Russia currently has a large stockpile of ammonium nitrate and they won't be exporting it to Western nations. After a seemingly stuck in deadlock, the jury, in the case of CNN darling Michael Avenatti versus Stormy Daniels, reached a verdict and found the lawyer guilty of stealing almost 300000 in book advance proceeds from the former porn star. The defendant was a lawyer who stole from his own client. She thought he was her advocate, but he betrayed her and he told her lies to try to cover it all up. Prosecutor Robert Sobelman said during the closing arguments, he stole from her. He lied to her over and over and over again, Suleiman added of Avenatti. All to steal and spend money that wasn't his. The defendant is guilty. The now twice convicted felon now faces a maximum of 22 years in prison for his conviction on wire fraud and aggravated identity theft charges. Shit. So the Dishonest lawyer? <laughs> what? Yeah, aren't they like upstanding and reputable people? Like, don't they? Make I thought movies? they were like as close as a priest as you could get without being a part of the cloth. <laughs> so uh, the Biden administration will fund programs that hand out crack pipes to prevent infection and promote racial equity. And here and I am, 
Still trying to get I'll over be... the dwarf and civil war started by Peter Dinklage. Did anyone have uh, crack pikes for everybody on their uh, 2022 bingo card? Because if you did, you're probably Dude, winning. Dude, that yeah. story makes me want to hide behind my mustache. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you know, seeing drugs in the inner city, I completely understand. But I think it's safe to say that all of us, we can agree that drugs are outrageously expensive in this country. <laughs> it's true. So I think we're done with uh, current events. Let's move on to the dating game so we can get into the spirit of uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. Day. So we're going we're gonna to do fight one, fuck one, and marry one. So the one I'm going to fight okay, is... Hold on. <laughs> I want to say that was the quickest government-funded crack pipe story I've ever <laughs> I feel like I couldn't exactly make the jokes I wanted to, but I was going to say I'm definitely voting for so Joe amazing. Biden now. I was in the shower thinking, what the actual fuck? They're like, they're not listening anymore. Roll out the crack. <laughs> yeah, Do you I think mean, his son gave him the idea? Because he like quoted saying his son was the smartest I, person he ever knew. Well, the smartest person he, he knows is his crack fucking they, they won't lie, They won't ride if they're going through withdrawals this summer. I just think it's fucking so absurd. I mean, but, you know, if you look at it realistically, there's not a lot of things that crack can't help, can't solve. You know, like WD-40, there's a lot of household hacks. I mean, overweight, crack, you're cold, crack, don't have money for health insurance, crack, dental problems, crack. But <laughs> yeah, listen, to be fair, you have dental no, problems, you smoke crack, a bunch of crack. You're smoking a bunch no, of crack, you're not going to know you have dental problems. Yeah, you don't technically have dental problems yeah. if you don't have teeth. Yeah, exactly. Just, there's nothing there, and you're so stoned, you don't feel anything. It's fine. <laughs> Probably not a lot of things that crack can't cure. You, you got a lot of work troubles? Crack? crack. I mean, Definitely cure a dirty apartment. I, I'm wondering when Pfizer will release their designer, their, desi their designer crack. Oh, they already did in the 90s. It was called Thin Thin. Yeah, but then they took it away, and then they put it back. Yeah, in. people died. That whole shit. I just want to fed her back. The, <laughs> yeah, the only people back. that died were like fat asses that never did drugs in their whole entire life. <laughs> get on speed in their fifties. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, As, this is just insane. Anyway, go on. Go on to your dating. <laughs> okay, so back to the dating game. Dating <laughs> problems, trash. So, so fight one, fuck one, marry one. So the one I would fight would be the Ohio Grassman because it sounds like he embodies what I hate: allergies and hay fever. Now, the one I would fuck would be the female, the phantom female clown girlfriend, because that pussy got my boys acting strange. You know, when you squeeze on her colossal old calcium cannons or smack her on the ass, she honks. The downside is her cussy doobie booby trap with them spring loaded snakes, and she always tastes funny. Well, the one I would, <laughs> and the one I would marry would be a Valkyrie because she has golden apples and meat, and there's no downside to snoo snoo if you're already in Valhalla. So, <laughs> so who wants to go next? Are these the only options? Uh, no, no, these are my options. You can pick your own. Wait, what are you? I well, understand. They, I mean, yeah. they, they gotta be like you know, either cryptid or paranormal, you know. Cause this I is, got you. Because this you. is how the show you. is. Because I, I tried doing this show as like a preview for this one, like on the Lowbury, and they only yeah. picked one. <laughs> I think CZ Chad got angry. <laughs> it's pretty obvious for me. I'll, I'll go next because I would totally kill the Kraken since it's an alien. You know, squids are aliens. 
So <laughs> fuck the no, kraken. There's, there's no kill. It's 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 fight. Oh, so you would fight the kraken? Yeah, yeah, I would fight the kraken. I, I'd fight. fuck it up. I'd eat it. I'd turn it into calamari too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, so then it's, uh, what is it? Marry the uh, oh god, this is a hard one. I guess I'd marry Sasquatch because I want squatchling children. One giant, giant, uh, broad-shouldered children. Yes, you covered like in hair. Cake. You want some football yeah. players? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want. I would, yeah, football players, but without the crime. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's all hair. <laughs> so which and one then, would you uh, fuck? Uh, the oh, nerdy yeah. one just look like cousin it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh gosh, that's that's the hard one. I mean. <sighs> You know the the Loveland Frogman be looking kind of thick. I'm just saying. <laughs> For those who don't know, Loveland Frogman is also from Ohio, just like the uh, yeah. Grassman. <laughs> Both dummy sick. <laughs> that Ohio <laughs> diet. Oh, they must be eating that. Uh, what was it? That what's it called? The, the chili. Uh... Oh God. <laughs> oh no, I know what you're talking about. Um, Skyline chili. Yeah, Skyline chili out of Cincinnati. <laughs> so So van you you got one that you you got uh i think i'd fight the slender man you know i'm really interested in fighting you know skinny dudes and i could probably break them so okay uh uh let's see i'd marry la yonona okay just because i could probably get her to shut the fuck up with a couple slaps and then i'd probably fuck uh Exorcist chick, uh, Emily Rose, or whatever the fuck her name is. Okay. She's gotta be old by now. That's, that's pretty sick, man. Oh, no. Linda, what was Demon's, her name? Linda the still inside her. I'm sure she could still get freaky. <laughs> no, but, you know, Blur's yeah, yeah. She, she is Legion for, for she is many. He's like, oh, that makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, it makes it even It's like an orgy. <laughs> One girl orgy. Okay, Brandy. Orgy. I, I don't know if I can play this game. I don't have like a list. <laughs> Maybe I'd fight the shadow people and I don't know who I'd marry or fuck. I can't think. I'm still hung up on the crack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, what, that's exactly what Biden wanted. <laughs> Just like a point Dude, crack. Really. You're playing right into his hands, Brandy. That's what Biden he wants. Win. Listen, I know I'm I know I'm reelecting him now. For sure. <laughs> he's out doing like, he's out doing Reagan with the crack now. Yeah, uh, dude, it's, it's like ah yes, it's officially time to do bad shit. <laughs> okay, Dr. Till, since you are the expert on romance and relationships, which one would you fight, fuck, and marry? Uh okay. Uh well I would fight the Jersey Devil because well fuck anything from Jersey. Okay. Um, Big facts. I would probably fuck Bigfoot just to prove my dominance in the ape hierarchy. You'd beat your chest <laughs> while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, right after. Ah! You're going to fling Big your turds, uh, too. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if she counts, but I, I would marry Mrs. Winchester with her never-ending build of a house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I see that movie. Them. You saw that She's one got new real movie. real estate, right? bro. She's got real estate. Make money off that shit. It's free real estate. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm just watching guns. <laughs> okay all right so moving on we're gonna talk about crimes of passion so uh i've got a few right here they're kind of famous uh so phil hartman was one of the greatest comedians 
to be a part of Saturday Night Live. Uh, but his life was cut short in a truly tragic event with their two children in the house on May 28, 1998. Hartman's wife, Bryn, shot and killed him while he was sleeping in their home. Now, Phil and Bryn Hartman were married in 1987. The couple lived in the Encino section of Los Angeles. Shortly after killing her husband, Bryn turned the gun on herself. When police arrived at the scene of the murder, they found the couple's then nine-year-old son, Sean, running out the front door of their home. As police also helped their six-year-old daughter, Burgeon, get to a safe place, a shout was heard from inside. The LA Times reported that this was Bryn committing suicide in their bedroom, where her husband was slain. He was also on The Simpsons. I don't know why they didn't mention that, because he had a lot of roles on there. He's also on news radio with uh, Rogan. So I've got another one here. So John and Lorena Bobbitt were married in 1989, just months after they met. But in 1993, things were falling apart. The couple fought regularly, but they could not have predicted where things would end up. And on June 23rd, 1993, in Manassas, Virginia, John came home later after drinking with a friend and climbed into bed. Now, what followed was a bit hazy, but both John and Lorena have their own separate stories about it. And what happened after that is crystal clear, though. Lorena, taking a large knife from the kitchen, returned to the bedroom, pulled the covers off of John, and severed his penis from his body. Lorena then took the knife and disembodied organ, jumped in her car, and drove off. Wow. Disembodied <laughs> organ. <laughs> she have a Hammond? <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know how big it was, you know. But yeah, uh, all I can, all I can think of when you talk about this is someone talking about the coke bust, and I'm like, well, if you know, if you're on enough of that, maybe they just didn't feel it. Uh, so you know he went on to be like a porn star, right? Uh, oh yeah, I think he yeah. did after this. So according, uh, he, was, who's the song that the how wasn't half the man I used to be? Because I think that was about him. I don't oh, know. God. I thought he was so according to Lorena, it took her several minutes before she realized that she had brought John's penis with her, and she still held it in her hand. And when she became aware of the fact, she threw it out the moving car's window and where it landed in a field across from a 7-Eleven convenience store. <laughs> Lorena drove home of her friend and employer, Jenna Bisuti, where she remained until police arrived. John, meanwhile, was being driven to the hospital by a friend, Robert Johnson, who was staying at the Bobbitt's apartment. Oh shit! She, he was there. I guess he passed out with them on the couch or some shit. Like, you know what? I'm trying to think. Some homosexual shit happened. That's why she chopped off his dick. Uh, I, well, they were claiming that he I was like. Uh, they, they were. She claimed spousal rape. Oh, so that's that's what. Like, well, that's not real. Shit. That doesn't exist. So <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought the yeah. marriage was the consent. <laughs> I mean, if you're based, it is. If you're like if you're like the West, it, it does no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter right here. All jokes, I, guys. YouTube, Susan, the jokes. <laughs> I feel like though this brings up a good a good uh, topic of that people face way more today, which is don't fuck crazy. But if you do, put like a lithium pill in your pee hole and get her to go down on you first, and so she gets the lithium from that. <laughs> yeah, get it straight out. You you're slowly fucking her sane. That's the way you do it. You know, so I dated a chick that had bipolar disorder, but she refused to take her medicine. So maybe it would have lasted longer if she took her medicine. Now I, it's going to be uncomfortable for the guy, but just think about your loved one. So uh, or the chick you met at the bar, whatever whatever she is. 
<laughs> so Claire and husband David were both respected dental practitioners in Houston with your shared office in the shadow of NASA's Johnson Space Center. Claire yeah. had a lucrative practice as a dentist, while David specifically was an orthodontist. Now, in the short time, the Harrises were showing signs of success with half-million-dollar home and high-dollar import vehicles. And this is back in the 90s, so not, not like today. So imagine a house that's, what, two? Almost like one or two million? Yeah. So Clara was helping David raise his daughter from a previous marriage. Although Clara loved Lindsay like her own, she was desperate to be a mother instead of just a stepmother. Clara struggled to get pregnant, but after ongoing fertility treatment, she gave birth to twin boys, Brian and Bradley, in 1998. But it seemed life was perfect and complete for the Harrises. What more could anyone want? Well, David apparently wanted another woman. So David Harris' primary office was in Clear Lake, while he worked from the office shared with Clara and Lake Jackson only two days each week. At the Clear Lake office, he employed a married woman by the name of Gail Bridges as his receptionist. Before long, however, she and David began having an affair. As a result, David began spending more time away from home, and longer hours at his office as well as spending large amounts of money as he lavished gifts on his mistress along with paying for lavish hotel rooms for their couplings. Truth be told, it wasn't David's first affair. He openly flirted with women everywhere he went, even showing his wife notes scribbled by waitresses at Hooters. When they were together, Gail felt special nonetheless. Although his Clear Lake staff and even some at Lake Jackson office were aware of David's infidelity, Clary seemingly had no idea. Now that would soon change in June 2002, and Clara hired the service of Blue Moon Investigations. They entered into a contract for the services with Clara, which outlined standard provisions of any decent agency. One of these provisions being, essentially, that the client was not to interfere with the detective's work. Uh, Claire was advised to let the investigators do the work and simply wait and report upon completion. And so Clara, heartbroken and dreading the confirmation of suspicions, tried to carry on with business as usual. Women investigators would take a very deadly mistake when it came to their client, Clara Harris. When the anxious wife called their offices on July 24, 2002 for an update, they told her that they had a detective watching David and Gail, who were currently checked in at the Nassau Bay Hilton Hotel. Enraged, Clara ordered her teenage stepdaughter into the Mercedes-Benz. And headed for the hotel, the very same hotel in which she and David had promised to love one another only ten short years ago. When she arrived, Clara found Gail's Lincoln Navigator parked in the hotel's parking garage, and she set about vandalizing the car and bending windshield wipers and keying the paint. Then she went inside looking for David. Her behavior was erratic. And her speech was loud and angry as she demanded to know which room her husband was in and the mistress were. Hotel security were called and Clara was escorted from the building and told to leave the premise. Clara returned to her car to wait. Sitting in the car with only a teen for company, Clara raged against the indecency of it all. As only a woman who had been cheated on by her husband was making love to his mistress, the greater her rage became. Now finally, David and Gail exited her the hotel obviously in horror of his wife's presence or even the scene that she created in the hotel earlier. As a naughty couple approached Gail's car, the Blue Moon detectives tasked with capturing the marital indiscretions of David were shocked as he witnessed through the lens of his video camera. Claire was behind the wheel of her Mercedes-Benz and sped toward the other woman's car in a direct path towards the husband. The investigator's camera was rolling as Clara's car made contact with David's body and he was tossed in the air. When he landed, he was approximately 30 feet 
from where seconds before he had been standing. The worst yet was to come. However, well aware that she had run over her husband, Clara circled around, crossing the grassy median, according to witnesses, as she ran over body, David's unmoving body, and then circled around and ran over him again, a total of three times. Clara ran the two-ton car over her husband. Gail Bridges stood watching, too, too stunned to move. Now, all while Lindsay sat screaming at her stepmother from the Mercedes passenger side, begging Clara to stop. When it was over, the young girl was traumatized and frightened for her own life. She had never seen her stepmother behave this way, and she couldn't fully grasp everything that was happening. David was declared dead at 9.48 p.m. that evening. Clara was arrested for murder. Poor 40 out for him. That's, that's not as base as some of the other ones. <laughs> I think this is a good example of why threesomes in a marriage is very important. It's a woman. <laughs> the ultimate woman. I feel like as long as you're keeping your wife included, it's not cheating. So here's, here's, here's a different kind of a twist on cuckolding, except uh, the, the, the cuck wasn't living in a cuck shed. The bull was. Yo, Rob, Robert in chat is right about this whole thing. It's literally just a re. <laughs> <laughs> like, re. So Metro Nashville Police Department detectives also found the closet that Martha Freeman claimed her lover lived in for about a month before her husband's death. The two-by-eight-foot storage space contained a foam pad, pillows, blankets, and three loaves of bread, a Nintendo Game Boy, a radio, and several adult magazines. Investigators also found an overnight bag, which contained lingerie and pictures of Martha Freeman in various stages of undress. Martha Freeman was seemingly forthcoming with the authorities about her relationship with Bettis, who she referred to as Christian, and his alleged role in her husband's death sometime after 9 p.m. that evening. Initially, only Bettis was charged with Jeffrey Freeman's murder. Martha Freeman was a witness to his at the preliminary hearing and provided detailed information about the relationship that night her husband was killed. Freeman also said that Perez, she met Perez at a July 4th celebration in 2004 during a rocky period in her marriage. The two went to a hotel in downtown Nashville with two of his friends. She admitted to having intimate relationships with all three men. From there, the lovers conducted an on-and-off relationship with the aid of an English-Spanish translator. Perez moved into the closet in the Freeman home in March 2005. The closet, the cuck shed, you mean... This is the bull shack. This is the bull shack, not the cuck. Bull shack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I got confused. Yeah, the husband's the cuck. The bull's the bull one who shack. lives in the shack for some reason. Bull this is, shack. That's why I say like this is like a reverse role thing. Success. It's like Radio Shack, but successful. <laughs> so on the night of April 10th, 2005, Freeman testified while she and Perez were asleep in the room that she maintained separately from her husband. Jeffrey Freeman discovered Perez and told him to leave. According to Martha Freeman, her husband of 10 years then went to walk the dogs. When he returned, Petters grabbed him by the shirt collar and forced him to the bathroom at gunpoint. Well, Martha Freeman waited outside. I heard water running. I heard a lot of thumping. A lot of noise, she testified. The hearing in 2005, I was absolutely terrified of what was going on. And also, if he could have done this to my husband, I'm not sure what he was going to do to me. When she was asked why she didn't immediately call police, Freeman admitted that she didn't have an answer and attributed it to the medication that she was taking for bipolar disorder. 
During the 16 hours before the 911 call, Freeman said she went to Walgreens to pick up a prescription of antidepressants and walked her dog twice. She said she also called her in-laws and told them her son would not be able to talk to them, as was comic practice because he was not feeling well. Finally, around 4 p.m. the next day, she went to a neighbor's home and told her what happened. The neighbors called the police. Convenient. <laughs> Damn. That's fucked. Yeah. These these are these are a lot of women women <laughs> Yeah, no. This is this is bad stories. The American people are tired of women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? It's true. It's true. So uh Amy Elizabeth Fisher was born in Merrick, New York on August twenty first, nineteen seventy four, to an Italian American mother and Jewish American father. In May nineteen ninety one at the age of sixteen, fisherman Joey Botafuco. At his auto shop, they soon started a sexual affair. In August 1991, while he was still carrying on with the affair, Fisher told Botafogo she needed money. And she needed to begin work at an escort agency. While working as a prostitute, Fisher asked Botafogo to leave his wife, Mary Jo. Botafogo refused. She poisoned the gabagool. <laughs> on no, May nineteenth, nineteen ninety-two, Fisher went on to the Botafogo home in Massapequa, New York, and Fisher rang the doorbell. When Mary Jo answered the door, Fisher shot her in the head. Mary Jo was severely injured but survived the attack. She was able to identify the clothing worn by Fisher, which was a T-shirt from her husband's auto shop, which helped her to identify her assailant. Fisher was arrested for the crime and. Served seven years of prison. After release, Fisher became a columnist for the Long Island Press and wrote her autobiography. In recent years, Fisher has been appearing in adult films. I'm not sure that was bad. <laughs> damn, ult- damn, ultimate woman. This how it ends. This how it ends, ladies. Does that end in a happy ending? No, it ends with lots of cats. <laughs> in anguish. Lots of cats and bitching at people about their masks down at the grocery store. Oh, God, he doesn't have his mask over his nose. It's like another show. You're going to make Pinky sick. So, Pinky's got... my oh, cat. Gonna, if you cough on my son, you might make him straight. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my last one. Ronald Richard Goss, 57, admitted that he attempted to kill his estranged wife in a premeditated attack. At their ball ground home, Goss pled guilty to attempted murder, home evasion, attempted arson, nine counts of family violence, aggravated battery, and possession of a firearm during a commission of a felony. Now, on February 11, 2018, the defendant arrived unannounced to the home of his now ex-wife, Tina Davis, to ask if their marriage could be saved. After Davis told Gross that she wanted to proceed with the divorce, Goss returned to her home approximately 4 a.m., on February 12, 1998, I mean 2018, with the intention of killing Davis. Goss, who had been married to Davis for almost 10 years, knew her daily routine and waited outside the windows until he saw the lights turn on at 5 a.m. He then cut off the power to their home, entered her garage, and forced entry to her home by firing shots at the door. At 5.04 a.m., the home security system sent an emergency alert to dispatch indicating a break-in. Davis was in the master bedroom when Goss broke into the home, and could hear Goss talking to her as he approached. Once inside the, the bathroom, Goss told Davis that if he could not have her, no one could, and immediately started firing shots at her using a forty caliber Smith & Wesson handgun. 
Seven shots struck Davis in her chest, left forearm, left thumb, left shoulder, right hip, and head, causing internal injuries as well as a spinal injury that left her with no feeling from the waist down. Although Davis was severely injured, she never lost consciousness. At some point during the shooting spree, a bullet ricocheted and struck Goss in the face. After using his cell phone to take photos of the victim and himself, documenting the scene and injuries, Goss called 911. He calmly told the dispatcher that he had shot his wife and himself and then asked for assistance. Cherokee County Fire Emergency Services responded to the 911 call and transported both Goss and Davis to the hospital. The investigation by the Cherokee Sheriff's Office also yielded evidence that prior to the repeated shooting, Davis' defendant had doused the car with gasoline with the intention to commit arson. The car was also parked inside of the attached garage. And I also got like a little video clip so you can see what the attacker looks like. So... All the chats just talking about like beating women and shit. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. It's like you know, like listen. I don't care if you do that, but if they shoot you, you know they got you. You know, <laughs> you got to be played fair. Oh, I forgot <laughs> yeah. to show a picture earlier of the the clown GF. Oh shit! So there she is. I forgot to show that earlier, but eh, I'm sure people don't mind seeing that now. Let's set Damn up the wish video I had, share. Wish I had that boing sound. Oh, oh god! Yeah, this isn't it. Here's the guy. Here's the guy who. Oh, my wife. dad showed me this film. And a Cherokee <laughs> County man pleading guilty to shooting his estranged oh, wife shit. seven times. <gasps> Look at the mugshot there. Ronald Richard oh my Goss God. now admitting his Yeah, that was a ricocheted bullet. Look how fucked up he is. He looks like a softball with a he, like he looks like a pirate. He looks like the, the pictures you see of pirates made real. He looks like those mad balls in made back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. That shooting. Yeah. Jesus. Wow, shot his own fucking eyeball out. Good job. Hey, there's that new girl in our math class. Yeah, I think this is the video my dad oh, showed yeah. me. But I'll show that. Kid. Okay, we, we're going to watch those later. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Well, spoilers. That's a great freeze frame. I know we could all, only one seen it right now or whatever, but <laughs> that's a great freeze frame. So, Wendigo, you got some stories about Crimes of Passion? Um. Yeah, so we had the... I had... I don't even know how to say this name. Yvonne Chevalier. So, it, she was... Her her husband was a politician over there in France, right? And I believe he came became uh, mayor mayor of Orleans over there. And so eventually, well, I got I'm trying to find the year. Um, Christian calendar, please. I believe it was sometime in the 70s. I think. Um, so she she starts cheating on his wife. Um, she confronts him. I don't think she was ever a particularly stable woman, right? At least given what I've read of her. So she basically threatens to kill herself. He, uh, he tells her to do it. And then turns to walk away. And she shoots him four times in the back. <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious, to be honest. Like, he kind of earned that one. He <laughs> wasn't trying to get involved. Yeah, he he like the thing is is like yeah, he was he wasn't having it, but he was also the wrong. So the, he fucked around. He found out. I mean, you okay. know, 
not much more to it. <laughs> I mean, and then we had, um, <clears throat> but we had another one, the more recent one, which is that, uh, you know, you know, the only astronauts that commit crime are female. And uh, <laughs> Lisa Nowak. Is this a crime of passion? Yes. Yeah, this was. The Lisa, the Lisa Nowak one? Because Lisa Nowak was. Lady? What's up? Is this the lady that wore the diapers? Yeah, this is the lady who wore the diapers. Definitely a crime of passion. Yeah, so Nowak was dating... He was another astronaut too, right? Mm -hmm. And he basically tries to like... So she got arrested for... What was it? Uh, Kidnapping, burglary, and battery of Colleen Shipman. So... Who was involved with Nowak's love interest. And Nowak drove from Houston to Orlando with this with said diapers to follow Shipman from the airport and talk about her relationship with um oh it was okay, so he was Navy Commander William Ophelian, pilot of the two thousand six Discovery flight. But yeah, she had so she had a trench coat, right, with the diaper and then pepper spray, a BB gun, a knife, and garbage bags. Yes. And Holy I don't know how shit, she planned that's one on hell of a loadout. Yeah, I don't know why she chose a BB gun <laughs> and a knife. It's like, are you trying to kill him or what? But, but yeah, she got she gets obviously gets arrested. It was charged with attempted first degree murder. But it was the pictures of her because this happened when I was a kid, right? So they had like film of her and basically in like adult diapers, and it was just the funniest thing to me. That was to, so that she could get there quicker. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That was her given reason, so she could get there quicker. Like this, this was, this is the, this is like the major BPD woman. Like this is the bipolar disorder woman at its finest. That's like, some and like I'm pretty sure science right there. Well, I'm pretty sure she was though. a side piece too. I don't think like, it was ever like a big relationship anyway. If I'm not mistaken. So, I think they were like definitely having something going on, and then he ended it or got in a relationship with somebody else, and then she. Yeah, but I don't think she, I don't think it was like one of those ones where it's like she didn't know it. Like she she knew it was over. You know what I mean? Like she definitely right. knew. It was so it was. It's still like this is this is schizo woman shit. This one's hilarious. Um, and then I mean we could talk about. Mommy GF Jody Aries, but we already know about her. Who you know, I feel like everyone Jody Aries, the one who killed who killed like what was he a Mormon preacher guy or whatever? I'm not familiar with that. He was a salesman. Travis Alexander uh, was the guy she killed. And she was his ex girlfriend, but she was always stalked. She basically stalked him when they were dating. Like consistently. Like real yandere shit, you know what I mean? So he breaks up with her. I think I do think they think at least he was dating someone else or whatever, and then so she stabbed him twenty nine times and shot him. <laughs> Based. How many times did she shoot him? Um, she just shot him once in the head, I think, to make sure he was dead. But she stabbed him twenty nine times, tried to claim self defense. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she cut herself too. I don't see that in this article, but I'm pretty sure I remember her cutting herself to like make it look like. She she was attacked first or something, okay. but yeah, she was. Make it look like there was a struggle or something. Yeah, but like she's a real schizo. Too. I feel like it's still stabbed somebody twenty nine times in self defense. Well, that's, that like that was my thing. 
Yeah. You might want to really make sure they're dead. And especially if you're yeah. like, you know, thinking well, that you're extra gunshots kind of what does it for me though. You too. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but double tap, man. If you're already going to go away for attempted murder, you might as well make it murder. Well, the other thing too is I'm pretty sure she did try to like she did like clean it up. Like, and with her mother, you don't have the other side of the story, so that's good. Yeah, like she cleaned it up and everything, so it's pretty obvious. Like, even if it wasn't premeditated, that after the fact, it's not like she, you know, she admitted to it. Like the one person, like Klaus, talking about, at least they like admitted to doing it. You know, so I, I do think there's there's a difference there. Take some ownership. Yeah, but also like that was the other thing too. Is this one? So it's it people call it a crime of passion, right? But it's also like there's definitely some premeditation involved. I think I there still can be in a crime of passion. It doesn't have to be like instantaneous. I think the I think the legality of it changes based on state is the thing. So like when we said we use the term crime of passion, right? We're just talking about people that were very upset and made some bad decisions, but like the actual terminology, like le- legally, I think changes from state to state. I yeah, uh, I don't know all the legalities, but I think maybe maybe you're conflating a little bit of it's uh, the temporary insanity and crime of passion. Crime of passion, I think, just really kind of means that your emotions got the better of you and you were somewhat like. Intimately. Oh yeah, but there's there are certain states where that affects sentencing, like more so than the actual temporary insanity. Oh sure. Yeah, so that, that's more what I mean. Is there's it's it's like just a thing for prosecuting. Yeah, for sentencing. But, yeah, and those are the three major ones I had. I forgot to there do was, the the David P. Storis one, the Olympic guy who was missing his legs and killed his. Oh, because I think oh, that would have been good to do. I was thinking about covering Marvin Gaye because that one's actually kind of sad, but like it's really more just like a sad story. It's not even there's nothing even funny about it. Amazing. And then uh, like, I, I looked into Nancy Kerrigan because I wasn't sure if that was a crime of passion or not, but it had nothing to do with like romance or jilted lovers. You know, it was just her ex-husband wanted her to get famous or some shit. Yeah. Just normal psychopaths. Got it. Got it. Oh, Simper Reloaded's here. Boys and girl. Hi. We're hey, talking Simper about crimes of passion. Did you did you have something that you wanted to add to the dating game? Like which cryptid or whatever you wanted to fuck, marry, or kill? Oh, a little late to this conversation. You gotta give context, <laughs> man. So so this is a paranormal show and we're keeping like, you know, the the, the you know, your your spouse is like paranormal, so you could uh, pick anything from cryptids, aliens, whatever. Haunted stuff. Maybe he's muted. Oh no, no, I'm not muted. I just got here. <laughs> I literally <laughs> walked in the door. <laughs> I literally walked in the door and was like, I wonder if anyone's streaming because I don't have anything to do now because all the kids are gone. So I saw Atomic was streaming. I figured I'd come yeah. in and hang out. Yeah. Then cool. we, we hit you with a bang. What cryptid would you fuck? <laughs> I know. He wasn't ready. Late okay, and bewildered. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's too much work. 
the Mothman might have a mussy. That might be interesting. No, because then the Mothman's going to want to text you and call you, and then and then Valentine's Day's going to come around, and the Mothman's going to want fucking roses and shit, or or some kind of jewelry. And it's the Mothman, the Mothman strikes me as a romantic. You're right. And then I gotta go out to public and go to your windows, dinner, so you and open it's like, the eh. I'd rather yeah. just, I'd rather just use my ninja foodie and just yeah, grill yeah. some chicken or something. <laughs> you bring up with, you bring up with the Mothman. He starts playing that one Eminem song. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Whatever. Stan. That's weird. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> are you going through some? Are you are you going through some rented house? And uh, people trying to pretend like it's uh, haunted, <laughs> so they can get hundreds of thousands of subs no, while I sit there on my channel her. and work my ass off at eleven fifty. <laughs> that's my show. No, the, the, the house I'm currently at's not haunted, but I have lived in a few haunted places. We could go to we could go to those houses in like Saudi Arabia that are all fucked up and pretend we're hunting ghouls or whatever. Oh, the jinn. <laughs> yeah, those videos yeah, are always jin, hilarious. Those jinn hunting videos. That guy deserves money for that. He's like sitting there reading the Quran, walking with just <laughs> abandoned buildings. These guys carry AKs and they're afraid of whatever the hell's in there. I always thought the Quran would summon the demons, not expel them. I figured, you know, the Bible gets rid of the demons. Quran must bring them in, right? Oh, that's the Talmud. That's small half. That's the small half uh, book. Okay. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just dumb. I don't know those things. <laughs> Everybody in the Middle East, except for Israel, carry AKs, just go into the store and shit. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like Muslims are just hummus Christians. I know that might offend some Christians, <laughs> but whatever. My dad was a Pentecostal preacher. It doesn't fit me at all. <laughs> I find it really funny. <laughs> I mean, like, do you agree with them a lot more than you'll agree with people who, like, actually sacrifice babies? That, that's my point. <laughs> well, if you really want to aggravate Jewish people, just call them Middle Eastern instead of Jewish or Israeli. <laughs> it, it pisses them off, man. They don't like being called Middle Eastern. You know, I thought that that, that Jewish ASMR that Virgie likes to play would, would piss off, uh, you know, people of Jewish background. But, you no, know, really, they're just like, no, I like this. Keep playing it. Well, because anytime they get mad, he plays the I Love Juice song and everything's right. I kind of want to rub two pennies together, but I don't carry around change. I love that, though. He's just got the dollars. The kosher salt is tapping it just ever so slightly. I rub I rub my two debit cards together. You're just you're saying you have like two loans right now and you're just rubbing them together. Like, you just, you just automatically like charge you like for that loan documents. Yeah. Careful, yeah. you rub them too hard, they're gonna produce a third one. Right. Yeah, it's like uh oh. <laughs> Promissory notes flapping in the wind. You just you just clap your hands and the Federal Reserve appears. <laughs> Dude, they're getting there with that. Ooh, six hundred dollars. We gotta know about all of it. See, and and from what I'm reading, it's six hundred a year, which is like literally everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So they're what basically gaining access to literally every single person's bank oh, account. Just the IRS uh, watching every transaction you do from now on. Yeah, I'm tempted to pull all my money out, but that causes others all sorts of problems. I'm going into gold. Because because I'm not Adonis Paul, so nobody's firing off a $600 super chat to me. You know. I know, right? So I, mean, I, I did think get it's a, $600 a, a year. Of $600 a year. They're required to report your earnings. Jesus Christ. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. Any transaction, six hundred dollars or higher. Yeah, and even Doctor Till gets six hundred dollars a year. <laughs> and lobsters <laughs> are very popular out here. So, Brandy, do you have any? Uh, I know we had about... Jordan Peterson on. Do Sorry you have any stories that. about crimes of passion? I might. Would you like to hear one? Yes. Okay. Um, so I was going to talk about the Dorothy Stratton murder-suicide, if you guys know who that is. No, no. He was, uh, um, it was a play, she was a playboy. And, oh, um, oh, I remember this one. This is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, this is, it's actually a really good story. I don't know why. I saw this movie as a kid, so I've always kind of known this story as like some really weird, um, I don't know, cautionary tale. <laughs> but I did see it when I was pretty young. They made a movie out of it, and um, it's a real sad story. Um, so I will just jump into it. So there's this girl, Dorothy Stratton, and she's pretty young. She lives up in Vancouver, Canada, and she's just pretty much a kind of like small town girl, real naive, just wholesome, working at Dairy Queen and helping her mom out with bills and stuff like that. Cause I think it was just her and her mom and I think maybe a sister or something. The dad wasn't around and all that kind of stuff. And then there's this guy, his name was Paul Snyder. And I was trying to see how old he was at the time, because at this time, Dorothy Stratton living in Vancouver, she's still in high school. So she's not 18 yet. And this Paul Snyder guy, he's up there doing like auto shows and being some kind of low grade pimp, I guess. And he meets her and he, you know, she catches his eye and she's beautiful and young and all that. And he has these wild fantasies because he is obsessed with Playboy and Hugh Hefner and actually, I think he came from L.A. and went up to Vancouver for a bit. Um, but the car shows weren't making him enough money. So he was, you know, pimping girls on the side or some shit. But what he really wanted to do was become very rich and famous and well-known and live the glitz and glamour life of Hollywood. So he figured the best way to do this would be to find beautiful girls and, you know, groom them into the business so that he could hustle his girls to Playboy. So he meets, you know, Dorothy and he spends the next two years grooming her. So I was trying to see exactly what age they were when he met, when they met. And I'm not exactly sure. So I'm going to say probably about 17, maybe because he does end up taking her to her high school prom, which is really weird. Oh, I was going to say, just, just assume it's a pedophile with that last name. Well, he's significantly older. He's got that porn stash going on, and it was just kind of like a creepy situation. Oh, porn stashes. Dan but Schneider's she, brother. I was about to say, well, Dan really? Schneider, like, they're related? I was going to say, it runs in the family. I don't know. I just assume it is. So I have no <laughs> evidence. Schneiders are related. Allegedly. <laughs> They're all inbred. Look at that community. Come on now. It's Rob's second cousin removed. Okay, keep going, Brandy. All right, are you guys done? Are you done with the porn stash? <laughs> well, Dr. Till's still growing his out. Yeah, yeah. that's why I asked. Because <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> well, anyways. So, um, he hangs out with her up there, and he, you know, spends a lot of time trying to get her comfortable with him, and she's just real nice, and she doesn't 
understand like people can be evil from what a lot of people that were interviewed about her had to say. Um, she was just real naive and believed the best in people. And she didn't even like really understand people lied. And he talks her into doing, letting her like having her take pictures so that he could send them into Playboy because in it was like 1978, Playboy launches the search for the next center, like Playboy centerfold. And he, you know, gets her to take these pictures and he sends them into Playboy and they love it. They love her. They fly her out. And at this point, she is 18. Um, they fly her out to shoot for Playboy. And with him, you know, she has him in tow. So he's getting to be at the Playboy mansion and, you know, roll around looking like a big shot. And he's just really trying to get in the boys club. Um because he wants that life and that notoriety and shit like that. So she comes out here and, you know, she does her test shoot for Playboy and they love her, but they don't end up making her centerfold, but they do end up making her um, like play the August playmate for 1979. Okay. So then she comes down here and lives with him in Hollywood and he really like puts everything into her like pretty much her career which is he's building his coattail is pretty much because he takes her everywhere and he kind of knows some people but nobody really likes him they think he's just low class and low grade like kind of like a sleazy thug kind of dude that you know he, he wasn't a rich pimp he was a street pimp sort of guy and they just kind of felt like he was gross and um you know, she starts, her career kind of like launches off pretty pretty fast and pretty good. And everybody loves her because she's beautiful and the sweetest thing. And, um, you know, she appears in Playboy. She's at all the parties. She's like the hottest new thing. And as this kind of starts happening, um, he starts getting like really kind of insecure because as her star is rising people want less and less to do with him so of course he marries her so that you know he can ensure being able to go to all these things but it gets to the point where I think he was kicked out of the Playboy Mansion at one point because he was he would go there with her as as though he was like her spouse but then the second he'd get there he'd be like off trying to like bang the other chicks but pretty kind of like handsy and aggressively like sleazy so he ultimately gets like fucking banned from a playboy mansion and he kind of goes fucking crazy because you know she's very well accepted and everybody loves her and like hefner just can't stand him and they don't want it they're not gonna let him into the fucking boys club no matter what (laughs) and um you know he just keeps trying he just keeps he wrote like um a documentary about her and something else. And I think and he's like a prize winner for one of these things. I just, I have the article open, but I'm not sure what that is. So I don't care to look for that right now. Um, so anyways, as she starts, you know, she gets a couple of parts in movies and she is really up and coming, but he's just kind of fucking going crazy as, you know, the backs are turned to him the doors are cl- turned to him and, Um, He's very controlling and abusive and, you know, he wants her, her money and her fame, 
And so he kind of has to let her partake in these activities without him because he's no longer welcome. But this drives him pretty insane Um, because he knows that people pretty much don't like him and they're probably whispering her ear and all that. So at some point they separate and she meets somebody else and she wants to get a divorce. And this all happens really fast because she comes down here. I guess it's 1978 to do the Playboy thing. She's the centerfold for August in 1979. And she's like dead by 1980, August. <laughs> That's it. But um, so anyways, she has met somebody else and she wants out of the relationship and he's not being very um, cooperative and, you know, just trying to smooth her and keep her there and all that kind of stuff. Although she doesn't live with him any longer and he's already picked up some other young girl that he's trying to do the same thing with and get her career started, but he won't let go of her. And um, I guess like everybody had was trying to warn her about, you know, they didn't think that she was safe alone with him. And um, they were advising her not to go anywhere around him by herself. So they just, they picked up on the vibes, but she was so naive and so young, um, she just thought it would be okay. And so she goes to meet him at their old house that she no longer lives at to talk to him about the divorce. And, um, or she agrees to go. She kind of sneaks off and she knew that these people like Hugh and whoever else, her, her now glamour handlers, um, they don't really want her doing this, but she, she goes anyway. And then the girl, there, there's somebody else there too. I think it's the girl that lived with them. She doesn't hear anything for like a while. She just assumes that they're down, downstairs watching TV or whatever. And so all of a sudden nobody's hearing from her. So they kind of are like, what the fuck? What happened? We know she went over there with him and now nobody's hearing from her. So they go over to the house to check on her and her car's parked there and his car's parked there. And they they knock on the door. Nobody answers. They end up going inside. And he has brutally murdered her. They said, let me find this quote real quick. Um, hold on. I'm so sorry. I had it open, but then my phone closed. Said inside they found Snyder and Stratton's naked bodies. Both were dead. It looked like it was a horror movie, a staged horror movie, like mannequins and fake blood. That's a picture that never goes away, a mental picture that's stuck in here forever. Police later determined that Snyder had raped Stratton and shot her in the face with a 12-gauge shotgun before turning the gun on himself, and Stratton was 20 years old. Um, so yeah, it, it was pretty much blood everywhere, 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 both of them dead, naked, and they make a movie out of this. The movie is called Star 80 because on his Corvette, that was his license plate, Star 80. And I think that was also the name of the article or something that he wrote about her. That's what he called it. Yeah, it's kind of, it's actually come up again lately because when I was trying to look for some of the specifics that I didn't remember, there's a lot of new articles about, you know, this story in particular. Um and in the movie, Mariel Hemingway plays Dorothy Stratton. 
And she had an interesting quote too I was trying to find. Sorry, I'm not very organized. I don't even know if you guys can hear me. I'm probably talking about myself. No, we can no hear worries. You. No, no, we can hear you. This is good. This is good. This That's why we're not talking. This is your best we're, argument We're treating you seriously because you actually care about your story. So come on. Give us, oh, give us the you. deets. I, will, I really want to find this Muriel Hemingway quote because I thought it was pretty good. Um, the article's a little bit long. You know, I'm going, I'm like sliding up and down for different things. Aha. <laughs> um... Mm, I'm so sorry. Bear with me. Well, okay. So Hemingway said Snyder would... Oh, no, no, This is not it. Oh, she said, you think of him and you think of a wolf and you think of him stalking his prey, said Hemingway. In Star 80, Paul Snyder comes and takes Dorothy to her high school palm and it really does feel uncomfortable. Um, so, yeah, it, there, there was a lot of accounts of people that had worked with her during that time or had known her because she really was the it girl for a hot minute. And they said, you know, she was, she had the looks and the interest um, in her and Hollywood was actually there. They say that, you know, had she not been pretty much snuffed out so fast that she would have easily went on to be like a Julia Roberts or, um, just you know, a pretty pretty big name in Hollywood because there was a lot of buzz about her, and she actually worked when when they brought her out here at first. You know, she was only eighteen, so she's barely even old enough to do the shoot. Not that that really matters, but you know, they want they want her. Playboy wants her like really bad, so they actually have her working in the L.A. Playboy Club as one of the bunnies. But she's even too young to serve alcohol, so she can't serve alcohol. But they they just really wanted her as part of the Playboy family. Oh, so they probably had her as a hostess then, right? They that's what they said. They said she was pretty much like a greeter and um, you know, just kinda hung out with the people and mingled a little bit, but she couldn't serve drinks or anything. But they just pretty All those they, in air quotes. Right. Well, I don't know because to be honest, it seems like she was pretty um I mean, wholesome for lack of a better way, because it's not like she went out looking for this fame at all. It was this guy that found her, pulled her out of Dairy Queen. She's not, she's still a teenager. She's still in high school. He spends two years talking her into doing this shit. And probably just gave her drugs, man. I hate to say it because that sounds mean, right? But like, that's. I don't know. I mean, you can manipulate people pretty well, especially if, you know, that person cares about you and you're, you know, if you're a manipulative person and somebody isn't a suspicious type or hasn't had any, you know, experience or anything with somebody like that, you want to believe the best in somebody. You don't want to think somebody's taking advantage of you. And she didn't have worldly knowledge. She wasn't, wasn't that kind of girl. I'm not saying that, you know, she didn't eventually go on to do drugs. I'm, I'm pretty sure I would bet a lot of money that she probably did. Yeah, but, That's how you got her to stay, stick around as long as she did. Not necessarily. That's how you lured her in. No, oh right, right. I thought I thought you were saying he gave her drugs and then got her to. Oh no, no, no. That he just manipulated her, like because she was pretty loyal, and so I don't think that she was even doing the things where she was being slutty. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Um, I know, I know what you're saying. I think, I think the thing is though is like later on when you get into that sort of scene. uh, Well, later on, a lot of things can happen, but it also kind of depends on like what kind of person you are initially or like what your goal is initially and i'm not saying 
the the best of the best, most innocent person can't change into some drug fainting fucking whore. But I just, you know, she was never even looking for that. I'm, saying, I'm saying just probably a, probably a drug problem later on, more so than whore. I do think I remember in the movie that there is a scene where she does do some coke. So I, and it was the, it was literally 1980. So yeah, that's kind of my point too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was everywhere. And, you know, he was actually, he, he was very flashy. So he always wanted people to think of him as a big shot. He was rolling around in a Corvette for years and he, you know, show up dressed in like pimp coats and stuff. And I guess my dude, he says that he's the one that started or founded, um, what's it called? Chippendales, which I don't remember that part. And it doesn't mention that at all in the article. But he said that, yeah, he did. He, he founded Chippendales. I, I don't know that part of the story. So, so he's the one that shows Patrick Swayze over Chris Farley? <laughs> oh, no. Well, I don't think so, because, you know. The fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wrong choice, mate. I don't know. He he was just pretty sleazy in general, and obviously the last, the last name he's got, I just kind of assumed he'd be sleazy. Yeah, like I hear Schneider, and I'm like, uh oh, early life section pulls up automatically in my head. I'm just kind of like, ah, it all comes together. Yeah, in my mind, I like picture him being like the the face or like the image of creating the style for these big fur coat pimps because that's kind of like how he was. He was very over the top. He wanted recognition and he wanted people to be like, ooh, who's that guy? Oh, he's so cool. But really, everyone was all, ew. And I mean, you're at the fucking Playboy Mansion and people are going, ew. Where's he got a fur coat? This is LA. It's hot outside. I don't know. But yeah. LA, like it, it goes from being 80 degrees during the day to like 55 sometimes at night. Welcome to our current weather right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lived there for a few years. The climate change is kind of lit, man. I'm kind of enjoying this. Some of the other states might die, but I think I'll be fine here. Yeah, it was like this is getting pretty nice. Day, but we're going to get another snowstorm next week, so I'm like, fuck. Dude, you know. based on weather just alone, you kind of get why so many fucking people live in southern california like oh this is this is the best yeah, no, climate yeah. on the planet oh yeah you know and that's yeah. why people live there and then then and then taco bell arrived in on mass and then everyone moved farther <laughs> north yeah yeah there is a lot of benefits to living here there uh it gets kind of hot in the summer and that sucks i'm gonna go live in the woods and just grow my hair and literally become bigfoot but uh, i'm not i wouldn't actually live in the city there. From my house too you can live in the uh, woods. That's very uh, close. You're talking about Big Bear Mountain? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's like literally right there. Do you have any other stories of so that, crimes of passion, Brandy? I actually do have one if you guys are interested in hearing a story that I have no details about. I mean, I have some details, but I don't know the names and I can't remember any of that stuff. But it's a pretty interesting story. Go for that it. I know, like, in a mouth about. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I remember there was a really interesting story in there that, like, I I just I it just I don't know it just stuck with me for all the stories that they had. 
but it was the story of an abused wife. And I don't remember what state she was in. And I don't remember a lot of specifics, but she was married. It was a small town. And I want to say it might have been like somewhere in the Midwest or over there. super super crazy abusive like he beat the fuck out of her and she really couldn't make a move without him or anything and she had tried to leave him multiple times and um you know he always did the thing where he'd like show up at, at her parents house and like drag her into the car and with the kids and like take her back and lock her up in the house she wasn't like really hardly allowed to go anywhere a lot all the people in the town they had seen her multiple times over the years with beaten up face and it was very clear everybody knew what was going on it was very clear he had been arrested like a few times too for the spousal abuse but it was kind of a while ago and you know it's it's hard to talk women into leaving those situations already and then when he had um but um so anyways all of a sudden, they start noticing, okay, so the house that they live in is his house. It was like passed down from his family. I can't remember if it was like his childhood home or whatever. Regardless, it's his house. And the town sheriff or whatever starts noticing that there's this car that they don't recognize that's been seen in the driveway for a while. Or like they, they keep seeing it, right? And like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then they start seeing her around town and, you know, with a new man on her arm and, you know, she seems very happy. And, you know, they, they start asking her, like, you know, everybody's kind of like shocked because they're not used to seeing her with anybody, obviously, than him and definitely not happy. And so they see this like whole different person, but they start thinking, wait a second, where's this other guy? Because there's no fucking way. He would let her, you know, go be in another relationship, but remain in his house. Like he wouldn't let go of her at all. And he certainly isn't going to let her move into that house with some new man. Right. Yeah. That sounds pretty. So, you know, right. So they kind of start asking her questions and everybody in the town, they're very compassionate about her, like for her, they have a lot of compassion for her. They know her situation. They know they've like tried to like counsel her to leave and, so she's very well liked, but also, you know, kind of, um, what's it called? You know, everybody feels sorry for her. So, you know, they come a few times to see if he's there, and she just kind of says, no, he moved out of state and he just left the house. He said she could have it. And they're all, huh, that's weird. Yeah, that sounds so, very odd. Right, right. But, you know, they like I said, she's very likable. She's not a criminal. They know her very well. They don't suspect anything or whatever. And so it's, it, it, you know, she's moved this guy in. She has kids in the house. And eventually the cops, they end up coming. They're like, do we need to look around? And they came in and, okay, okay, this is still fucking strange because we really don't think that there's any way in hell this dude was going to just leave town and let her stay in this childhood home of his. And so they, you know, they bring her in for questioning a couple of times. She doesn't really say anything. 
And so they go back and they start going around the house again. And they notice that, and her story doesn't change. She just keeps saying, oh, you know, he just moved out of town. So they go back in there, there's this room. And they notice that the room is very sealed up. The husband, I, I can't remember if she had married the second guy. Maybe she had. But the husband, or because they can't find the initial guy. So they start looking for him and wherever it is she said he was. They start looking for his cars. His car's not there. They can't find him anywhere. So they're like, what the fuck? So they see this room and it's kind of sealed off. And they ask her about it. Like, why is this room sealed off? And she's like, oh, there's just so many bad memories in there. I don't ever want to look at that room again. I don't ever want to go in there again. I don't want, I ever want to see it. So I sealed it off. I never went in there again. And the guy lives there and everything. Nobody, he's lived there for like a year or some shit. And the, well, you know, we're just going to go have that unseal this room and see what's happening because we can't find this guy and this shit is weird. So they unseal the room and they get pretty much almost knocked out sort of by an ungodly smell because she had killed this dude in the fucking bed and left him there to rot and just sealed the room and never went back in. Oh. And That's fucking gross. Well, that, all I can think of is a Seth well, video where he's talking about Dwarf Fortress. Well, right, she's also raising and um, yeah, and when they arrested her for it, they actually didn't end up pressing charges on her because they knew her situation, and so they knew that 100% it was you know self defense and from being abused so badly. There was no question about it, it was very, very well known. So she, there we go. That's pretty funny. She literally just kills this dude and entombs him or whatever. <laughs> and then just like, eh, it's fine. He's a dick. <laughs> yeah. She, she Edgar Allan Poe'd his ass. This is a very, it's a pretty popular or pretty well-known story too. And I, it would probably not be that hard to find um, if we looked it up. Poe'd, if you will. Yeah. I, I always to... thought that that was just crazy. Like, she's just like, yeah, I just don't go in that room. He's just fucking in there dying. Man, it's like, yeah, it's like you want mold? The, this is how we get mold. The bed was like covered with blood. His body was there. Here, right. no, I think they this... might have found his car in the garage. And... Yeah, it's... they ended up letting him go. I guess that's a good ending. Yeah, this is how you get sick, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there was like no way in that anybody even cared about this dude. They all hated him. They yeah. pretty much. She, like that, it's, it's like this one dude, I can't remember his name. Fever, I mean. Yeah, it's like this one dude, I can't remember his name, but he lived in, like, I think, Missouri or something, and, like, uh, I think it was, like, Total Biscuit made a video about him, and, like, no one cared when he got shot, because he was just a dick to everyone in the town. It's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. It was pretty much like that. Like, yeah, everybody hated him, and they knew that what he was doing to her, and he was just a fucking bitch anyway. So, Yeah. I thought that was a good crime of passion story. Yeah, no, those two are good. Uh, do we have anyone else want to bring one up? Or, like, Van? What are we doing? Do we have more content here? Uh, yeah, we do. So we haven't done a blast in the past. 
segment in a while, so we got some educational videos on dating that we can show. Sped dating by Mr. Mediker. Got it. <laughs> you guys see it? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Let me fix it so our audience on YouTube can see it. And we'll get started. Again. You're running my game, I see. <laughs> well, we've been doing this for a while on our show. You know her? Not very well. <laughs> they call, they call it the Simple Reloaded segment. Right? Yeah. This is all I got, No relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> Nothing like being Miss Popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Meow, huh? meow. I like that dude's sweater. Now there's the girl that the ugly that as loud as it goes. <laughs> Mr. Rogers over here yeah, sounds like half it, a point. That's how you get those panties to drop. Yeah, man. Letters. <laughs> Is that as loud as it goes? No, no thanks. But won't you come? You can up? change oh, your volume you, in yeah. Discord yourself. Yes. No, what I what I'm saying is that the uh video audio is significantly quieter than the uh than the stream audio. Oh, I got you. Oh, I don't know how to make it louder. No, you can't. Some of the some of the old 40s and 50s videos, they're like super loud, and some of them are like unbelievably quiet. Yeah, you hear all the crackling of like the audio, like the magnetic tape rolling. But yeah, there's nothing I can do about the audio on this one. Okay, oh, no worries. So what? We'll be there till the bell rings. I have an idea. I guess you know everybody, don't you, Carolyn? Hey, I got one for you, Atomic. Yes, we'll put it in the chat. I looked in on your rehearsal yesterday. We're all in or I'll DM one it to you. Look at the size of those collars. Two among a dozen or so. Those bro, imagine man, imagine popping that collar, bro. Imagine. <laughs> well, you haven't seen a butterfly collar from the 70s. Those are way larger. Bro, you're a certain dominance right there. You sound like you need a helper. You're just too bougie. You have that thing. Would you? Yeah, you fucking T-pose. You just have that shit pop. Sure, I'd like it. I don't know anything about props, but I That's actually part of my prep. You prepped for the show about hey, crimes of passion by just T-posing over your wife and no, staring at her. No, I prepped for my show. What the hell? Oh, oh okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I think maybe I'll take Carolyn to the dance Saturday night. Well, better go ahead and ask her. We could work out a double date. Ah, Saturday's soon enough. Have you ever had one of those phones? They're pretty heavy. Hello? Oh, yeah. Oh, hello, Wally. I I was wondering if you'd like to go to the Strand to see a movie Saturday night. And then go over to... No, Teen you're Town, a loser. <laughs> your, no, your sweater vest makes you look gay. Or if you'd rather... <laughs> you take off that money vest under your sweater. We'd have to leave earlier for that, though. Well, this this has to be the time. guy. This oh, has to be the guy who plays like Mr. Rogers. It has to be. What was the 50s equivalent of uh, the word on fleek, neato, begito, or something like that? I don't even know what the current word for on fleek is. Wouldn't it just your swell? I don't know. You're dressed real swell. Holy gee, sir. Nice outfit. Oh, is that what on fleek means? Yeah, it means nice. Oh. Why don't you just say nice? Because they got to be different. Because that's what squares would say. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say boomers smash on this one. I'd have to force her to shave, but we're gonna Wait, call now? it smash. <laughs> Not a bad idea. She's probably at a nursing home somewhere, Simper. I feel like she's available. Hey, or, or being already 
All good, dude. Dave Walk into the Wally. nursing home. So we're going to the nursing home, like, holla, holla, holla. What's up, girl? You need a sponge bath? Damn, shawty. I love that the girl has a, like, a weekend organizer for, like, a weekday organizer for her fucking night Who has a picture of their dog in a frame on their wall? Maybe she drew it. put a picture of my dogs on a frame, in the frame on the wall? My dogs are awesome. And you're not in the picture with your dog? It's just a picture of your dog in a frame on the wall? I would totally do that. My dog's are fucking cool as fuck, man. My dog's an asshole. I didn't even want him. Does it belong to the kids? Yes, my son wanted a dog, and then of course I told him, no, I don't want to get a dog, because if I get a dog, I'm going to be the one taking care of it, and then we get a dog, and sure as shit, I'm the one that has to take care of it. See, I like my cat. My cat's easy. He comes in, he meows when he's hungry, he meows when he wants outside, and then he spends most of the time outside. He even shits and pisses outside because he's he's he's, he's free roam. Yeah, but he's in that teenager puppy phase, and so I hate him even more. Because he's big, but he doesn't realize how big he is. Okay. Also, he still thinks he's a puppy. Yeah, well, I go to sit Goodbye. down on my couch, and that fucker gets under me, and he's like, ah! He turns upside down. He's it's like, it's like dealing with an ADHD youth. I had a friend that had Rhodesian Ridgebacks, and they thought they were like lap dogs. So you have a hundred twenty pound dog trying to sit on your lap in the chair. A German police dog that was like that. Yeah, he's a mutt. He's a he's he's cute. We got him at the pound. Oh. But he was tiny when we got him, but he had big old paws, and I was like, oh, shit, why'd you get him this? My son just got a German Shepherd, like, a couple days after Christmas, and he's only, like, three months old. I love German Shepherds. He's so cute, but goddamn, man, he's getting big fast, and he's darling. We had one of the, the bigger ones. Damn, right, hey, he got a drip on now. Look at that drip. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> ready for this. He went yeah, bigger dude. collar this time. Ultimate collar. Right. It's the collar just getting bigger. He's got, bigger he's got like 10 layers of clothes on there. He's got a ton of pomade in his hair, too. They would dress like that so you know when they were going on a date, they weren't fucking. Oh, that makes sense. No, like, that's the kind of coat layers of clothing wear. to get your dick out. You can't trust somebody wearing that coat. Actually, those are standard. They used to be standard issue in the military, as part of your dress, uh, as part of your uh, your alpha uniform. Yeah, I got like a pea coat and a trench coat that had like an inner uh, thermal layer. Wait, how come we didn't do Marilyn Monroe for Times of Passion? That is a good idea. He deserved it. Nothing is more casual. I mean, I feel like when she shot Kennedy, that I, that was just a political thing. Stabbed Kennedy in the back. Great betrayal. Kennedy said, shoot me, bitch. And he turned around and she shot him 27 times. In self-defense. In self-defense. Yeah, his poor wife had to jump away while Marilyn Monroe just unloaded. Look at Jackie said, you're on your own, Jack. Yeah, dude. They always leave you at your worst point. They always leave you at your worst point. <laughs> Carolyn and Wally are on their way to a good time this evening. And because she was a fat whore drug addict that wasn't as attractive as everybody seems to say she is. But other than that, facts. <laughs> <laughs>
Now Timmy will take her and go fuck her in a snowbank, just as God intended. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, this one's about going steady. Whatever that Here's means. Here's my best advice I can give anybody listening. First date, first date you go on, make her pay. <laughs> Do not give any dating. <laughs> also, he's a doctor. And the third yeah, date. Yeah, <laughs> as many as you can get, honestly. No, we're no, we're gonna be like we're gonna be all weird like Japan now. Like women have to ask you out. They have to do all their. They have to yeah. do all the you know stuff. What? Yeah, women, it's y'all's turn. Y'all yeah. gotta do all the work. Oh, now fuck, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm the prize. Y'all chasing me. Yeah, yeah. Y'all walk <laughs> in the streets anyway. Do what I do. Go out, hang out with a bunch of people, have fun, and then when it's time to go home, you go, okay, bye, everybody, and just leave. That way, nobody texts you or calls you or wants to come over to your house. It's it's actually a pretty good system. Simper, you could just be like me and be insufferable towards the end of the night. Like, you'd be really good at the beginning, and then as the night goes on, when you're, like, wanting them to, you know, push you out, you just start becoming insufferable. And they won't call you for weeks. Yeah, just develop a drinking problem. That'll sort it all out. It's so much easier just to never give out your phone number and just leave. And then you come back the next time, and they're there, you have fun again, and then you leave. Maria, I just pick a random number on my phone and I tell him that's I what my number is. You can't, you you can't come over to my house if you don't know where I live. Mother, I like Jeff a lot. Oh, I know, dear. I like him too. Simper drives like 15 but different routes home every day. <laughs> well, yeah, that's <laughs> other people's driveways. Can't let the terrorists figure out your pattern, otherwise they'll follow you home. Would you date with one of them? You had that training. Oh, I don't know. Simper get drunk and sing IRA music and just intimidate people. Sipper's driveway has got the, the bush gate that oh, Batman's got. You know, it is Batcave. <laughs> like, it just looks like a bush when you're driving by it, but when he puts the button, it opens and there's the driveway. Well, the, city, the city actually ran over my the city actually ran over my uh, my turn in reflectors off the main road. So it is a crapshoot of whether you can actually turn properly into my thing because you can't see it at night. There's no light, and you just it's hard to see. We never talked about it. That's why you put infrared sensors there, and you have like a special goggle. Oh, so so I can so I can look like uh, uh, so I could look like uh, Jordan Peterson at the gun range with a that was a hilarious photo. Night vision goggles and a very well Jordan Peterson flexing. Dude, that fool had a red dot sight. A uh, uh, an actual like magnif magnification sight. And goggles on, all in the same thing. Well, you know, like, he told the guy, the guy was just, just make me look like somebody from a video game. Yeah, make me look high I, speed. I That's what that he out. Said. I was like, this is the most retarded pandering I've ever seen. What if Jordan Peterson's like a huge like Call of Duty fan, Hello. and like he just went to the gun and was like, oh, I need a, I need the top loadout uh, you got. Diane, They're just like, ah, oh, this guy. <laughs> Another Call of Duty mongoloids into doing some Fed shit probably. So, I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. If I went to the range and somebody was wearing a combat helmet at the range, I would fucking laugh at them, like right in their face. And I'm like the nicest guy in the world. Like I don't ever do shit. I don't talk shit about people. I don't get in fucking stupid internet fights. Like I, I, I'm nice to everybody. But if I saw somebody wearing full combat gear at a fucking range, I would, I would laugh at me in their face. Well, thanks anyway. What if they're like in full regalia? Well, I mean, uh, let's be honest. I don't go to ranges. I have a range on my land. But if I were back in the city and I went to a range and somebody was in full tack gear, 
I would laugh in their steady? face. Yeah, I've, I've never shot at a range what before. I always shot mean? at my grandparents' house. How did I get into yeah, this? Yeah, pretty much. We had like a, a hill. Shoot at your grandparents' house? Why would you do that? No, no. We'd shoot out there because they owed a pigeon launcher. It was a crime of passion. Grandma owed me $20 for my birthday and she wasn't giving it up. We've done all sorts of things together. Had to go to extreme. Like the time I taught Marie how to skate. Ooh, look, they're roller skating. We sort of. Well, and she's wearing a doily. We seem to get along. By the way, pass. I like it that way. Yeah. Can you guys start to really sure. It's fun to date Marie, but going steady. That makes it sound so. The fifties really exclusive. should have taught women about sit-ups and like yeah, solid lunges. Pass. No, they had those weight-reducing machines that shook it's you. It's great to have you spend an evening at home for a change. <laughs> I just like, use that when I need to, to put a play. nice shine on my booty. Like he's way out of her league, right? Yeah, he looks like a Chad because he's tall. He's got the square jaw. Yeah, he's got the square. Yeah, but she got them wide berth and hips. Like yeah, I mean, she looks like Fiona. She looks like Fiona from Shrek or like an orc from 40k. She looks yeah, like a non-homo Sandrastia. Skinny chicks were emaciated. They were, they were sickly so back then. You want some girls some meat on her. Yeah, I don't know, but that face, Something though. Something else on your mind? Eh. Well, the kids that means she'll never leave you. She <laughs> going, and you know what they say about, you know, if you want to see what she's going to look like when she gets older, look at her mom. Check that bitch out. You know what? I think I just realized something. This is the secret to our grandparents. So I'm thinking this kid is the milkman's kid because he looks nothing like his father. No, I think that's her parents, isn't it? We just, you just sort of. I thought her mother was missing a chin. Perhaps that's the best way to go about it. You've dated Marie a few times. You've enjoyed the dates together. You're in the habit of dating each other. As long as uh, we need to suspenders back, man. As long as you don't expect too suspenders. much of each other. That's funny, Dad. Say, I mean, I, I wear them. You know, I wear them. I told you. A years ago, you I used to, to wear suspenders, and, and I'd go to work, and somebody would yes, be like, used to worry about you uh, they'd, they'd be like, uh, you got a, you got a lawsuit coming up this afternoon? I'd slam my hand on the desk, go objection. Obnoxious. Oh, I thought they made a shit where they pull on your suspender and like let pop you. I thought that's what they were doing. I was gonna say, then you take all the suspenders, start whipping them with it. Well, I mean, I was working for Kaiser Permanente then, and that even even back then was frowned upon. Permanent. Mother and I went steady for quite a while, but it wasn't the first time for either of us. Yeah. They were swingers. Times, right? I asked the girl just to, to fuck with them. You hey, you want to go steady? <laughs> no. You know, you know, I am your father. Shut up, Bob. Oh, man, I, I got something I want to say. You're not supposed to speak. I got something I can say, but it's too nasty. I'm not even going to say it. Back in the kitchen, Mom. Come on, Dad. The meatloaf's burning. Oh, I guess I can skin you again. Why is Dad like 45 and you're like 70? <laughs> you know, because they, they 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 were study for about two weeks you know, before, you I know. Her mom looks like the Joker. I don't know whether I ought to tell you, but... Yeah. Now, son, remember, pick the ugliest girl you can find. You know she has Naturally, no options. So she'll always yeah, be you know, her <laughs> self-esteem is really low, so you can get a beer gut, do whatever you want. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, see, but that's a misnomer because the ugly girls have a false uh, sense well, of, uh, of self-esteem. 
I blame black guys for that. That's why I just make fun of every girl I talk to or date or whatever. I don't want them to have any kind of self-esteem. Girls with self-esteem are annoying. But you gotta hit them with the shit that they don't normally hear. Be like, be like, no, I think it's cute that one of your ears is slightly lower than the other. I told the girl was I'd like the fact that you don't have really have tits. Well, what about petting? That one didn't last I long. Mean, <laughs> I don't think you can get too deeply right. involved if you're going steady. You lack a chin. I know what Very you good. Mean. Right? I hate it. I hate it when a girl has a perfect a nose. I like it a little bit off-center like you. Steady, yeah, well, I want to make it look like I kicked in the nose well. at least once. Real talk, mine's usually... Man, I like it that you don't shower all the time. No way to stop. your own life. But if you take my advice, you'll well, that, uh, you knew how true that actually was. Well, that hook on your nose, I can, I can trust you with my finances. I wonder. Oh, you never wear a bra? Nice. I can tell. Can't I just wait and see what happens? And that's what mainly gave me talking to you. I don't know how Jeff feels about all this. Go steady for a while with several different girls. Enjoy it. Did he just say yeah, he was dating around. several so, chicks? It sounds like yeah. he's playing the field now. Nice. That's what you gotta do. You gotta fuck multiples, bro. He's, he's learned <laughs> his uh, he's learned his value. Truly sense. a king, if you will. Right. He's really been listening to some Kevin Samuels lately. He says he's not bad for beep. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Come on in. The goddamn fifties. Hope you're not busy tonight. I don't have anything planned, but I did want to say hello. Well, hello. Okay, first one. Sure. What the fuck was that? I was gonna say he kind of sounds like a pussy. Would you like to go to the senior next Friday? Kind of sounds like he has a little handicap. Oh, that explains why. That explains this relationship. I see. One's physical, one's mental. You know who he looks like? He looks like uh, he looks like the the uh the dude from the office. Sure. This is going Steve to be uh, Krasinski. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I can, he kind of looks like Krasinski if Krasinski was playing a young Sean Connery. And why did it take us, like, thousands of years to figure out how to make fitted clothing? Seems like we should have caught on that one. Oh, I've watched this one on stream. This one's a good one. Yeah. Oh, man. Because some of their don'ts are fucked up. This will be good. Has it got a good voiceover? Hmm. Oh, yeah. The cool narrator. Well, he's got the cooler. Some of their don'ts made me go, made me go, you know what? This is why I don't fucking date. In the 50s, this is old. This doesn't apply. Right. I was supposed to have another one. It was one done by the Navy. It was a really cool one. For a week or so. Well, I sent you a I sent you a supercut of uh, black people selling things in the 50s. <laughs> There's a Crest commercial. Is the first one. It's awesome. Wow. I didn't watch the whole thing because it's prep. I, I only watch the first part to make sure it's good, and then, I, and then I put it down. Like I do the same thing. I can't watch. I can't rewatch something just on air, and I just feel like I'm, I'm no, bored immediately, right. and I feel like everybody else is gonna be bored. Well, I don't get not. bored of watching these. What girl? 
No, I mean like Ooh. if I if I find a new video for my show, like I don't watch do the whole thing. Cuz I, I want Whose like a fresh reaction to it, I guess. Well, one thing you can consider is looks. Woody thought of Janice and how good looking she was. She's all right. Really have to raise well, the date I mean, she needs to, me. And that's a lot she of needs to wipe some of that orange bronzer she got on or whatever that is. Eh, if they need yes, it, they need it. Enjoy that. <laughs> Except he's like, well, oh, look at the Janet balloons. They look like penises and balls. Hey, are they, are they at the circus? You look like a clown. Holy shit. They're at a circus in a twilight zone. honk when you squeeze her. Well, perhaps someone who doesn't feel superior. Yeah, that's a hard no, even it's though ready. she's showing her tits in the 50s. Uh, yet it just doesn't yeah. be much fun. Yeah, I was going to say. That was cleavage back then. What about <laughs> Whoa, Yo, that, that looks, looks fun. She's having a solid She's still trying to show off her skills. Yeah, right now, but too hard. Showing off. He wants to know he's appreciated. Teeth, please. And yeah. it would be fun on a date. So Woody decided he'd ask Anne for this first date. But just how should he ask her? And what if she refused? No, it won't be easy asking for that first date. Dude is picturing his future as stairlift systems installed for real, though. That poor kid, his stud brother comes in. Yeah, he's, and he's like, like he's like the Fonz. Hey. That's how my world is. My brother got all the good shit, and I got everything left over. Yeah. That's, that's He's like 6'3", got all the Indian fucking... Hello, Edward. I thought I heard you come in. Hi, Mom. What's for supper? Oh, Mom. Is it all right with you if I have a date? My family's like, well, you got all the personality. I'm like, yeah, that's what they say to fat girls. Leave me alone. But, Mom. Got the personality. I made this personality. I forged it with my own two hands. But I'd like to, <laughs> to, to develop something, and that was the only thing I had that I could compete on. It's like, what do you think I was gonna do an Ollie for <laughs> like 25 years? Yeah, 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 yeah no, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, the reality is, is my brother's never had to have a real personality. If you don't overdo on dating, was he an NPC? No, he, he, no, he played baseball. He's he's fucking disgustingly good looking, my brother. It's like he's stop. I fucking hate you. I, think I, can get by the I love you. You're my brother, but I hate you too. I'm 7:30. All right, Mary. Bye now. Boy, you sure make it sound easy. How do you do it? Practice, my boy. Experience. <laughs> but I don't think I'll know what. To I date say. a lot of bitches, my what brother. Talk about. I look for the most whorish girl I can find, and I just go right for her. On, See what you gotta do, kid. Is be tall Mom, and good looking. Put on stilts. Remember, kid. Put on moon shoes. You wear some moon shoes. Those will help. Moon shoes. Yeah. Put on some moon shoes. Napoleon Dynamite. I was thinking of the aquarium bottom shoes. Come back first, don't. Remember, kid. If you want to get laid, don't have any standards. Yeah. Ignore their mental health and red flags. Remember, little brother. Mouth to mouth. Uh, I'm having some questions pop up about what you've been How doing do you out there. <laughs> Show up once a what week and you're this? all torn up in a jacket. Uh, Ann? Well, uh... Smell of bikers. Uh, well, I mean... Well, really? No thanks, Woody. Why is she in the corner? You're a bitch! <laughs> he didn't give specifics, so she said nothing. He did it this way. Uh, and He's doing it wrong. You don't ask. Tell. Well, I 
I guess I'm You're busy. coming with me oh, to yeah. the movies Friday. And, and the you're going to give me? me a hand job in the back well, row. All the nerve. That was the best way. Well, well, I didn't hear another way. <laughs> I don't think you did anything yeah. wrong. <laughs> this is Woody. Well, I have a ticket for the high Woody, his name Saturday. is Woody, bro. Yes. I know people that still name their kids Woody. My mom just married a guy named Woody. Dicks could be on our date. How dare you? I can go. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, shall I pick you up about 8 o'clock? That's fine, Woody. 8 o'clock Saturday. I think it'll be all right, but I'll let you know for sure. I don't know. She kind of seems like a bitch. Woody, call her back and say you're all right. You're good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. No, I, good. I changed my mind. I thought you were cute, but turns out you're awful. So now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you do that. It's like, yeah, never mind. You, it's like, never mind. After after second thoughts, I realized you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that should deter me in my love life. But honestly, that just makes me go harder. Like, oh, this bitch is awful. <laughs> This will be funny later. It's getting poorly. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will lead to some funny memes oh, on my part. Nice. A date, huh? What will you do? Go like, I don't need my front windows or my windshield. Really? Who needs that? <laughs> and then you'll bring me home. Please, that shit. Oh, that doesn't sound like much. Oh, we'd have fun at the carnival, you and I, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah. Is she the maid? Well, no, it's like the little sister. Just that way. They employ their little sister as the maid? I think she lives under the stairs, just like Harry Potter. Yeah, I just She dressed like a certain maple syrup mascot. I don't think she looks like Mrs. Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth is a bit thicker than that. Mom and Dad and I have an agreement about what time to come in. Look, maybe how do you get my stockings from the bathroom? Sure. You sinner, pulling your hair out in front of people. There's a spot on my coat. Don't show your wrists, you whore! <laughs> Look how old his parents are. <laughs> I know, they're yeah. like, they're like his grandparents. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, he's 42. <laughs> I, and I'm probably not right. far off. Dad, were you excited the night of your first date? I sure was. <laughs> so was I. I took dude, this, this dude, there's no way this guy comes across good event. ever. Why, the night of my first date, this my dude talks a like a, like a dweeb. And he didn't even bother to call well, back then, that was keen. That was hip, yo. Like his dad's hip with mustache. That's my favorite yeah. part. That fella had a lot to learn about girls. <laughs> that's, that's just he, he, bring, he brings his girlfriend home and his After dad just measures me. her skull shape. Dad, <laughs> 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 yeah, what are you doing? Don't worry about it, son. That's what I would do, man. I'd be like, all right, hold on. I gotta go. I gotta, get, I gotta go get the measurements real quick. His, his Starts measuring like, her hips. His dad's gonna be like, son, a little narrow. I used to serve in the Navy. My best friend was George Lincoln Rockwell. Yeah, i Oh, the commander, what are you a, what are you, a <laughs> fagula? Flowers. Anne won't expect flowers, will she? Now, son, don't be a sissy. Oh, Grab her so. titty on the first day. Oh, buddy, I'll just bring flowers to get laid, man. I'm surprised he's almost wearing a zoot suit. But, but I don't have to, unless it's a ritzy affair. 
that's the general idea. Flowers for a prom or a very special party. Otherwise, you don't need to. Say, I'll have to run. Me too. See you later. Now, remember, little brother, I'm when she's not looking, pull your thing is out. It's not assault at all. Hey, buddy, flowers are for closers. <laughs> oh, we got a super chat. Oh, shit. Let's see who's Why it. are they in the kitchen with no cabinets? We actually get those? I'm oh, shocked. Uh, yeah, we do. Someone donated. So, Eric Fitzpatrick did tip $5 and wants to know why they were in the kitchen with no cabinets. I didn't notice that. Oh. Cabinets are well, overrated. Well, you know, his his dad learned something from World War II, and he didn't want to give him anywhere to hide. They probably stored everything <laughs> in the cellar, you know, for the war effort. Or yeah, that, yeah. Kept cool. It's before they had refrigerators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had an yeah. icebox. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess my reason is wrong. What a, I like mine better. I love that it's labeled games, but all I see are balloons everywhere. What are those? The shape of cock and balls. <laughs> all these phallic objects that throw darts at. Never had a smile. Never had a girl smile bother me so much or her face scrunches. Uh, usually when my girl smiles, that bothers me instantly. Come in and see the bearded lady, or as we call it, a normal person in 2022. Just say. This is boring. Why is everyone eating hot dogs? Yeah, well, there, there's hot dogs. She's inhaling the cotton candy. There's cock <laughs> balloons everywhere. It's a sign. But when you have it's like subliminal messages for a reason. Oh, it's it's <laughs> no shit. Cock and balls <laughs> everywhere. Poverty <laughs> <laughs> torture. What is this? My fifteenth birthday. Of a perfect evening. Oh no! Here comes the don't. How do you say good night? Yeah, you know. Perhaps. <laughs> Don't please. <laughs> <laughs> that gets lost on a napkin. <laughs> Bro, that was that was like a fucking horror movie. What? <laughs> Should have done that double Windsor and stop being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Or that was it. Was tie. <laughs> it's not that she's a prude. <laughs> well, so long. That's the safest response for today. Oh, look at her face. Like, like, what that. the fuck? Walk, all, why do you walk her to her door? A good time. Yeah, right? That's weird. I mean, so I know, I get it back then. That's a Sigma male grind set for today. All fairness, that is exactly what I'm talking wow. about. Go somewhere, hang out with people, yeah, have yeah. fun, and be like, all right, bye. <laughs> Send me naked pictures later. No, because they don't have your phone number. Yeah, it's the best. I don't want to an email address called Simper's Naked Picture Collection. If I need to see, if if I really need to see naked pictures, I have this thing called the internet. Simper, you're not understanding. It's people you know. <laughs> but then again, then they're texting me. That's the problem. Is my phone is being? If you haven't noticed, you haven't heard my text messages go off once this entire time I've been on here. And it's not because it's muted, it's because I make sure nobody texts me. That comment about the combed hair, that's facts. <laughs> there should have been a fourth one on here. Uh... Oh, man. 
You you've got mine sitting in your uh, in your DMs on Discord. All right, I'll get that one next. I always forget to like open up the live stream when we're on. What? So this is like actual naval training film for dating. Who who uh, who's hosting the video? Uh, I, I no, no, no. I mean, whose who's channel is it on? Oh, I don't know whose channel. Check the channel. Because if it's Periscope, they've hit me before. Okay. No, this is U.S. National Archives. Oh, Periscope gave me a seven-day takedown on one of these. Oh, really? How to succeed. I've been showing some of theirs, and I haven't had an issue or with Brunette. Yeah, it was just on or one of them, and I was way They're making fun of it, and I think they got to agree? Ah, oh, damn. Well, here's one way to tackle the Brunette problem. See what you think. First of all, it was it was late. a video about STDs. That'll show her you're a busy, oh, important person. That you're not too interested in her. Play hard to get. After all, you're worth waiting for. This will make a great first impression. Oh, God, it was a great video too. I was pissed. Then, laugh it off. Apologize? Oh, come on! Don't be a square. Okay. Now the topper. Show her what a sense of humor you have by holding her coat just a little bit too high. <laughs> that's awesome. Right. This is called Maggie Maggie. now. Be yeah, that's a weird one. Protect All right. Her. Grasp her arm firmly and steer her down those steps to the car. She yeah, I think this thing is reversed because your ring's supposed to be on your left sleeve. What are you right doing? Sleeve. Opening the door? You'll spoil your image. Oh. Close. Sure. Treat her as an equal. Women like that. Kick the door off. I told you this is a good one. Mind. Time on things she can do for herself. Let's face it. Sometimes See it's just puddle? not enough Push her right into it. Manner. Show her who's boss right off the bat. <laughs> Doors afford a continued supply of chances to make an impression on your companion. Don't pass one up. It's always good for a laugh. I kind of like that weird coach Leadership qualities. How? By leading the way, going first. I miss women wearing dresses. Naturally. That's the boy. Keep leading the way. I, I wish. I miss women not having penises. Their men, or their that women too. In this yeah, case. definitely. You know what? That wouldn't actually I'd probably say more. When you get to your table, <laughs> the worst part is they're larger than ours. Shows you're relaxed. Yeah, I know. Isn't that always weird? Help with her coat. <laughs> like, well, you helped like, her Why does this chick it? have such a massive Besides, it's her coat. She should have checked it anyway. It's even dripping. I guess the bigger oh, question yes. is, how, why sure Why do you know that they so have a massive hog? Well, you know, when Makes they're in the bubble bath and they're sitting there with the tits, you're like, hey, that's nice. And then they stand up and you go, ah! Oh, so the video of Michelle Obama dancing, that thing was like wiggling around in the trousers. I mean, you couldn't help not to notice it. Sometimes you just end Remain up in, uh, seated. you know, After therapy After all, it's not during working hours. It's a above six-foot black dude. You're presenting your date to him. On the other hand, there's a bunch of videos on uh, fitness TikTok where all these office. guys are working out their back and they're trying. Mm. I'm trying to get the Obama no back. This shit's hilarious. This young lady will be grateful for such a lovely evening with a charming person. Now like remember, you. take a drink of your alcoholic beverage and just blow That's it right across the candle the into her face. She'll love it. <laughs> Suppose we consider another way and see what you think. Oh, see, this is 60s. How yeah. about starting by being on time? 
not just for a date, but for any yeah, social engagement or business appointment. Yeah, so this one, the guy who did it correctly is the officer, not the enlisted. This indicates you are a dependable, business-like person. that they try to pretend that, that he's there on time and she's ready. And let's face it, <laughs> yeah, a good-looking right. girl isn't That's going to wait around too long. Meanwhile, hey, 45 minutes later, he's still waiting. <laughs> She's advising him to fuck off the bat. Wow, nice. Coat. That's only for a lot of He took his cover off because that's, that's regulation. Watch the hair. If you must. She looks like 99. You're going to lose points. Oh yeah, from Get Smart. No, you don't grab her arm. You offer assistance. If she needs it or wants it, she'll I take your hand. I swear, literally everything they're telling you to do will get a girl but a ghost nowadays. Once the need nowadays. for assistance is passed, she'll give it back to you. Hey, whatever happened to holding your and why do you get a different yes, car? He's in a Mustang. No, this one's an officer, not, he's not an E5. It's a way to show your respect. The other guy was enlisted. So this is a different person. Yeah, this is like a totally different guy. Oh, okay. Because E5 couldn't afford that Making back then. Making things easier for <laughs> someone else. <laughs> the same chick. This is nice. at the heart of good manners, <laughs> and in the heart of every gentleman. Besides, an E3 would buy one in Oceanside for fifteen thousand dollars at twenty percent interest. Of course, if you're entering a restaurant or something, welcome to the military, son. You would lead the way and select a table. She'll expect you to help her off with her coat and arrange it over the back of her okay, chair. In all fairness, girl so number two is more attractive, so you would treat her better. <laughs> no, she shouldn't have checked. I mean, that makes me. It is common practice like, you know, for a lady to wear her coat to the table. Was the first one a slam pig? If she indicates a preference for well, checking it, bad, yeah. no, she wasn't bad, but she wasn't 99. There, she has an excellent view of the room. Yeah, you you take her good to dinner, thinking. but you just wouldn't buy her. You want her to have a good time. Here's a tip: don't let her eat the appetizer because she'll get full and then just play with the food the rest of the. And you probably will when you have a companion like that. Stand to show your respect for a senior or a lady. He this just isn't just military etiquette. It's being a gentleman. <laughs> She's mine and now. And you present a man, even if it's the admiral himself, to a lady. Respect again. It's his pleasure to meet her. In this case, there okay, again, that's military it. protocol. Like, Check the menu with your you're date. You're going to get in trouble if you don't. And if you have it, any so knowledge I, I can't give him credit for the that. house or no particularly good dishes, let her in on it. But once you have both decided, you do the ordering. Well, that's another approach. And that, to nowadays, they hate that even though that's just how it should Looks work. Like a winner, wouldn't you say? By the way, they, only they hate it if you don't. Take another typical situation. Shut up! I'll do Going it. to the yeah. theater. Yeah. Only, only pussy shit bag gets me in rags. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> you gotta be mean to her right before you're nice to her. Yeah. So Dude, the Marine Corps medium reg is lazy. Like, you look like yeah. a lazy person. Yeah, if you're not hot shit, you're, you're like a shit bag. This, you can't be uh, medium. They won't allow it. You can't yes, be average. Sir, this fellow's a born leader. One thing you can say, he's consistent, isn't he? I thought that said Chuck Norris for a second. I was like, geez, he's been working a long What's time. Here? You have a, if you have a high and tight, you're either well, a salty staff sergeant or a fucking dude. So everybody does high regs. Mm. But if you Too have bad. a medium reg, you're you're a shitbird. That's right. Or or a, or a gunny who uh, who got passed over twice for first sergeant, and so you're out anyway, and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Fight. Sorry about that. Starts throwing now, fists. Right. Settle down and enjoy the movie. Nothing like a little snack to add to the fun. And your neighbors will love you. 
shove it right in her face. She'll eat what it. What do you say we go through this situation again? The right way. It's the, the guy way doing the right way has two chicks. Brunettes. That's more like it. You walk on the curb side at all times, or on her left. And when you part company or meet a lady, a salute is the proper greeting or farewell. On the, uh, salute. It's the same the thing as tipping your hat when you're in civilian clothes. Believe me, the brunette. Did we just miss that if somebody leaves from your group, you're supposed to salute them? Did you guys miss that? Yeah, I heard right. that. Yeah, like, I heard that. I don't think they do that. It's anymore. a good rule most I of the time. I don't think they ever and did. Logical, if you consider that the reason yeah, is to make things kind easier of, for the lady. Kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cringe. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Have to ask I, sorry, I didn't serve. Uh, you shouldn't be saluting me. Now, and, here's I, one of those. Some of the times I like to meet my service. The reason well, you go first I think is to make things easier nice for her, to open the door and assist her in getting out of the automobile. Oh, Hobo, did that shipboard not take his fucking cover off? I didn't even see. Do. Right. It's her decision on where to sit, not yours. That's if you up. want to make a good impression, be considerate of the other person. Adjust your preferences to hers. And if you feel you must nibble on something during the show, at least do nibble it on her. Nibble on her. Consideration for <laughs> well, you're squared away on how to succeed in restaurants and theaters. Hobo asked about Let's take another Charlie. situation. <laughs> no, he was a CV. A no, he's sober. In a home or officer's club. Uh-oh. I have a feeling we're going to see anything but the right way to do things. Anyway, the necessity for making and acknowledging introductions. I don't think they have O Club or E Club frequently. anymore. They just it should have, be like, done e correctly. Club. But I wouldn't bet on it. Well, in then this I case. would go, dude. Mrs. I Brewer, I'd like you to meet Mary Jackson and Midshipman Williams. Because we had Chiefs Club, O Club, E Club. Looks as though yeah. he's going to wring her hand off, doesn't it? And who knows whether she wanted to shake hands or not? Of course, she had no choice. His hand was out quicker than a waiter's in a nightclub. No, dude, if an officer walked hello, in, hello we there. were fucking Wait out. For these good-looking women to meet you. Mary, this is Mr. Pran. Mr. Pran, this is Mary. How do you do, Mr. Pran? Good evening, Mary. Well, oh, uh, Mrs. Childs, Mrs. Rohr, like to have you shake hands with the commander. Mrs. Childs, Mrs. Rohr. Well, stand up, you shitbird. Uh, it's almost unbelievable, isn't he's, uh, it? He's big dick This young man him. puts <laughs> bad <laughs> manners back to back. First, he calls a senior officer Mr. Legs, like wide open. Rank. That's hey, commander, how's it going? Right? He's <laughs> up for an NJP for being a shitbird. Yeah, he would have got an Article 15 for that. And I do believe he was going to ignore the two ladies completely if it hadn't been for the commander. Was it a page, page well, 11? Is that what it is? run through the whole I thing again, remember. the right way. Because you do want to be successful with those brunettes. Right? Digging back 20 years to remember that shit. 22, nice Actually, 22 Mrs. years now. I'd like you to meet Mary yeah, Jackson and Midshipman Brown. 23? Oh, we're in 2022, so it was 23 years ago. Fuck, I'm old. Jack is in your husband's battalion. Most of my buddies are, that stayed in are retiring. Oh, evening, Commander. They're at a rank where they don't want to leave yet. Mrs. Childs, Mrs. Rose, Mrs. Jackson. One of my buddies is a fucking Sergeant Major. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I got a buddy I should, I should, re, I, I should go to OCS. That's how you succeed. Like, I should go back in, into OCS, and, and then fucking find, go up to him and Wait make him until fucking salute. Wait until the lady offers her hand. Then shake it briefly. Firm, You're like, ah, you stayed in for 30 years and you now get you on your feet for a lady. Fucking dumbass. Or your senior in rank or age. As uh, a one of my old roommates is a chief warrant officer, and, and uh, one of the guys I trained is uh, senior chief of the uh, Blue Angel Squadron. The right senior now. officer addressed. He doesn't by want his to make rank. master chief because he'll lose his. You're on your feet, 
and the man is presented to the ladies. A good way to remember this is to mention the names of the ladies or senior officers first in the introduction. Make them all wear in the case tags. of introducing one person to a group, just follow a simple practice. I can't believe they had to the educate military people on this to shit. The group. Well, officers don't work. This, this is what larger, they have to learn. You would have said, this is Commander Pren. Then ticked off the names of each member of the yeah, group. Yeah, I'd like up, but like if you're in the... Admiral's quarters or wherever the galley, whenever they're eating, there's like an etiquette, so if the captain of the ship doesn't eat his meat first and goes his vegetables, you can eat your vegetables and you can't touch your steak until he touches his steak. It's like really fucking bullshit. Let's see how it goes. You make me mad, bro. I'm not eating pulled steak, bro. Marines have their entire fucking plate finished before they chin it. Hold on, bro. How are you? Nice party. I'll say, weren't you on the Salem, if my memory serves me correctly, during the Like, I still get people giving me shit for how fast I fucking making points with the Admiral, though. I still get shit for that today. That's what I'm saying, like, even now, are like, wow, did you enjoy that? What? That's normal. Why are you eating so fucking slow? Other than that, what do you think about the rest of the still take the fast showers, too, because anything more than five minutes a Hollywood shower? How do you think those people feel? No, I take long-ass fucking showers. Let's take this situation again, the right way. You'll note that the young lady does not hold your arm. We did that, that on correct. ship because we were on an LPD, the USS Duluth, and it As was like the third the line, oldest ship in the Navy, and the fucking AC ahead. kept failing in the middle of no the Gulf. With the aid uh, for and, uh, and so However, we would, we would like, they had to the hang signs in the time. bathroom so to the not sit offered, in the fucking it, shower with, like, That's they would turn our fucking water just off. Just wait until the other person offers to shake hands. crank up the cold water and just fucking stand in it. Wait, you had cold water? Well, cold, cold, it's cold when you consider it's 135 fucking degrees. This is the way to go I was on a carrier, so we didn't, I mean, we're conventional, so there was no hot or cold, it was whatever the water the was so you do not shake it could either be sea temperature or it was Further, like boiling hot so you have to spray it on your hand first to get the temperature you wait you for ladies body. and seniors to extend their hands before you shake hands your date precedes you in the line as usual it's ladies first was, uh, and a, you move through the line quickly east, uh, with no stops six, for uh, conversation east, uh, this just isn't the time or the place to be talking. A6B Prowler on the Your flight deck and they were doing a high power run sir. during lunch. Good evening, that Admiral. sucked because you couldn't hear shit in the gallery. Everything was just drowned comments. out by the noise. After the and line? the vibrations from the noise were well, so much that your ribcage was rattling. Look. Here's a beautiful way to succeed with brunettes. Dude, I went to three places on this ship. I went go, to the I went to the fucking chow hall. I went to the occasion. deck to smoke, and I went to my fucking birthing area to sleep when they and called general sure quarters. She will. When you are with her, be a And we we play Goldeneye just for hours while you fuckers sat up there and work. It's awesome. She'll love it if she happens to be an exhibitionist. And for goodness sake, don't let anything or anybody spoil your. Oh, we fun. had a pretty much land don't party, get stuck like being arcade, a nursemaid for somebody else's date. Let we had a big ass CRT strapped to the bulkhead and, and a fucking Nintendo 64 with Goldeneye. She'll love it. Want to dance all night yeah, with one you? One of our shops had a TV in it. I feel Every now and then, they like turn off the TV, turn back on if it starts to be It's like the the green, the red, the purple would come on. 
once he'd like restart the TV to work again. And then there's the right way to do that. But every time we went to general quarters, make sure like, your date has a good time. the first class in my shop. He had like this massive porn collection. So during general At quarters, times, like, we were battle dressed. With her. He just played porn movies. And then anybody That's walking through her shop would see what was on the TV. And he's like, what are y'all doing? He's watching training films of what not to do in porn. And they're like, okay, carry on. Consideration for others. Kindness. This is being a gentleman. Dancing. This is good duty, that no question creepy. about that. Enjoy it, that, but yeah. be in good taste. <laughs> Show respect for your date yeah, why and her reputation. Just looking at how that dress fit on her. <laughs> Success like, mm, with brunettes dancing, or blondes right? or just about anybody is built upon respect. And being a gentleman is to command respect. They're acting like barracks rats don't exist. How to succeed with brunettes? <laughs> be a gentleman. Notice, notice they're not showing some fucking E2 with his big fat barracks rat girlfriend that he found in Oceanside. Where's the one where the guy's got the stripper girlfriend? That's more uh, accurate, I that's, think. That's the modern one. <laughs> where she becomes a Dependa. Yeah. Starts out a stripper, becomes a, you know, fucking Roseanne Barr within three years. Oh, shit. Goes from old Demi Lovato to new Demi Lovato. <laughs> While you're on deployment, <laughs> you got PFCs and Lance Corporals trying to marry the first person that sucks their dick. I've seen guys do that. I gotta switch this over so the people on YouTube can see it. Hope we don't get in trouble for this video. Nah, these are all commercials. No, you'll never get that one. You caught it. I never could, Top Jeff. Then, in a toothpaste test, we were on opposite sides. My side used Crest. His side used the same toothpaste, but without Floristan. And that's when I beat Jeff. Because my side had 21% pure cavities with Crest. <laughs> in similar tests, this is back in the day when they used to make uh, toothpaste without fluoride in it. You know, more dentists recommend Crest than all other toothpastes combined. Oh, they showed, so like, have a regular checkups, watch treats, and, and brush after guy. eating with Crest. <laughs> Accepted by the Council the on the Dental Therapeutics of the American Dental Association, <laughs> as signified by this statement and this seal. Nice kid, Sicilian. Yeah. Sicilian. Yeah, look Remember, at this Sicilian the only dude right here. with over 12 years of tests that prove it reduces cavities is produce it, it. It whitens your teeth and gets the tar off of it. That came from your tasty, wonderful Lucky Strike cigarettes. Lucky Strike cigarettes. Four out of five doctors recommend that. I was gonna say we'll get the tar off your baby. And look, they said there was no black representation in America back then. That's a lot of propaganda. That was the fucking Crest commercial, dude. Like, you're not talking about little shit. Crest yeah, that's a major brand. Yeah. Plus, the music was better back then. Zimper, why this shit's all happening is very simply, they weren't alive then, and so it doesn't count to them. They just rewrite history and tell you how... Someone just joined the tribe. Well, it, I thought it was hilarious because when they were when they were uh, running the anti-Semitism campaign a couple weeks ago, all the politicians were getting up and they were singing, 
This level of anti-Semitism that's happening right now is is unprecedented. And I'm like, really? So uh, 1942 was not as bad as the anti-Semitism right now? I'm going to say, like, Irish immigrants in New York City in 1920. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, we're as bad as they are, for sure. Yo, chick, I don't think I know. I mean, we deserve to be honest. History, American history was January 6th. It's what I've been after oh, all these years. Yep. Everybody's got a short and term memory now. Boy, but they as, as an Irish American, was and having Nashville, an Irish family Maxwell with it, I say, the, uh, the treatment of the Irish house. is totally, uh, totally justified. Dining room, <laughs> Joe Cheek saw his coffee We're awful. Put <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Saw the old hotel I mean, not going to stop yes. blowing up their cars. Why, this new blend Why did the British so not wipe us out a thousand so years ago? Flavor when they're enthusiastic Dude, if you think about it, so, yes, so back in the day, the, they supposedly, and, and the I say supposedly about anything in history, because after far, watching the last five years, you can't believe anything you fucking read. As more and uh, more people bought but supposedly house, we tossed a bunch of fucking tea into the, Today, the, the ocean because of the 3% tax, right? Make it possible <laughs> and, and we ended up shooting motherfuckers because of the 3% tax. We paid 10% tax on fucking Always tea. Ask for and a nobody, everybody's Good like, ah, it's all right. Last drop. $8.75 on the dollar, or $8.75 8. on the dollar, nah, no big deal. The only way to stop those is that everyone just refused to pay. The USS Liberty and 9-11 were inside jobs. No big deal. <laughs> Here we go with the cigarette commercials. Dude, I remember seeing these in magazines. Parliament is the cigarette made this different way. Like they, they were all pissed off about Joe Campbell being so tobacco cool flavor. appealing to children. Flavor you find only in Remember when they banned Joe Campbell? Marlboro Man. With the filter that's in I feel like God banned Marble Man. That's why, in <laughs> Parliament, tobacco tastes best. Imagine being a millionaire from this, and then you die of throat cancer, you're just like, worth it. Dude, they all died of throat cancer. You're sitting there with your deathbed. You're just at your deathbed, it was worth it. You can still get Parliament. Okay, the party's over. Those are, those are the cigarettes I used to smoke when I was fucking Relax. broke as shit all the time. The wondrous here. It's a conditioning lotion. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. Rich, like a cream. Dude, here in Colorado, they have a, a law Look now that dry all skin cigarettes have to Watch. be at minimum Wonder $8. Wonder right in and takes the day's work right out. So, so the cigarettes you should buy for $3 a pack are now $8. doesn't slip. New wondrous cigarettes. Well, that's, right that's why this lotion isn't there anymore because it didn't slip. We had our dog button sent out to us after we finally settled in our new house. I went, I went home I to see my family for Christmas out in Missouri, around Branson, and uh, finding cigarettes for like six bucks a pack. It's like the American Spirits. Like, is this is this heaven? <laughs> also, notice in every single one of these commercials, the dad's there. Every single one. Of them. <laughs> Almost Most heaven, West Virginia. Bag and cheese flavor. <laughs> was that it? Yeah, it was just a five-minute jobber. I got a thirty-minute one where they were telling you how to sell to black people. Oh, I think I've seen that one. It's pretty easy. You all know how to do that. Just put a Jordan logo on it. Bam. I mean, Simper, you can always selling the Negro. 
Uh, skip it about to the two-minute mark. They have like this one-minute, one to two-minute intro that's just them getting ready for the recording. So we're going to move on to our next segment. We're running a little long, but uh, I wanted to talk about dating disasters. Everybody got a dating disaster they'd like to share? Oh, God. That's like all of them. <laughs> which, one Sorry, sticks, yeah. which one sticks out the most? Jesus. Uh, I remember, oh, I would say the one, I'll tell the one where I actually came out on top, but it was very embarrassing. Where I, you got one I, where I could have possibly run drugs on accident. <laughs> it was a it was a Tinder date. Oh shit! Bom, was bom, that, bom. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> was that that was it? No, yeah. no. I thought somebody else was going. Oh, Till, well, I, were you going first? I was gonna let you go. You were already in it. Oh, okay. Well, um, I had, I had just decided to start dating again about a year and a half after, uh, after my divorce. And, uh, and so somebody was like, Oh, the way it's done now is on Tinder because I was married for like 12 years. And, and the, the extent of the internet when I got married was AIM chat rooms. And, uh, I actually remember those. Yeah, cell phones didn't exist when I got married. The internet was in its infancy when I got married. Like it was, it, there was nothing, and uh, and so I came into this world with iPhones and fucking apps and Tinder and stuff like that. So everybody was like, "Well, if you're gonna date, like everybody does on Tinder." I was like, "All right, I set it up." And uh, oh, the stream ended. What happened? No, no, we're still streaming. I was just, oh, okay. I just stopped the share because we're not watching any more videos. And uh, and so uh, I I. I matched with this chick and then I had to, as usual on Tinder, talk to her for like three fucking weeks before she decided to go out. Right. And so I went and picked her up and, uh, and she was like, Hey, I got to stop and get something and bring it back to my mom, uh, before we go. And I was like, all right. And so I drove across town and she went in and she came out with this fucking pill bottle and we drove back. Right. I didn't think anything of it. I got in the house and, 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 uh, and she went to the back room and I was standing there and I was looking at a wall of fucking sobriety coins. Oh, but shit. it wasn't like one year, two year, three year, four, you know, it wasn't like six months, nine months, one year, two year, three year. It, it was, was like repeating numbers. <laughs> no, it was a whole fucking wall. They had like, like she'd put them on these uh, like nails and there was this fucking wall and you could see where it would reset. And (laughs) I was so fucking weirded out that I just left while she was in the back room. I left, never fucking talked. You know what? That that was a good decision. That was a good decision. (laughs) It was, it was, it was fucking crazy, but uh, I have no idea whether the drugs that she picked up to bring back to her quote unquote mom was real, like legit. So I may have run drugs. Oh man. Uh. Oh, I know she's story. not getting her deposit back. Yeah, there's a reason I don't date anymore. And, and it's because of that shit. Simper, just go back to church and start dating church ladies. That's, no, I'm, I'm too old for that, that shit. I'm too old and my daughter is like my whole world. So I don't have time for it. Maybe when she gets a little older, you'll feel a little different. Who knows? So, Till, you have no. a story? I like being alone, dude. I mean, honestly, like the, the craziest story I have was like, like one of the few times I actually hooked up with a girl on Tinder and like, I live out like kind of 
in the middle of nowhere and there's like a smaller town that's a little like a little ways away and so there's a lot of like trailer parks and stuff and this girl just invited me to this bombed out trailer park and like this one trailer that looked deserted and I'm like alright this is kind of weird go in there the whole place is like more or less empty except for like a futon and like a bag of clothes like up against the wall or something. like this bitch could have been squatting there for all I knew and you know we do the uh, the deed and just like she just she brought out a lot of crazy during it that just was I was not ready for I had that chick blocked <laughs> before I left her, her driveway had her never deleted blocked everything I was like I'm glad I never showed this chick where I lived <laughs> like there were there was some devil demons in there that was showing up. <laughs> it was like, uh, what have I done? That place is probably haunted. Yeah, it's probably haunted by her pussy. That <laughs> shit was ridiculous. Nice. Imagine Candy K, but smaller and with darker hair. Okay. What is yeah, a squeaky toy back there? <laughs> <laughs> so told Wendigo about this one a few weeks ago. I got I got contacted what I believe might have been a, a CCP agent off a of tender. I matched with this girl from Singapore who said that she was going to fly 7,000 miles to my hometown to just kind of see the sights and she needed a good man to show her around. And She didn't ask me about my job because you know that's that's when you get real suspicious if they're too interested about your job. Yeah, so especially she, the kind of work you do. Yeah, so she didn't, she didn't talk to me about my job and then like she asked me about crypto wallets and I kind of ignored it cause I don't do crypto. And then she stopped talking to me cause she said, Oh, it's going to come into town like in February for about 15 to 20 days, blah, blah, blah. She seems super interested in me. And then all of a sudden I'm ghosted now. So I didn't get a chance to disappoint her in person. But, uh, oh, no wonder. Just got to remember Klaus, stay toxic. Stay toxic. <laughs> I had like another one to talk about when I was younger. So I was like probably 20 years ago and uh, I had just gotten a pay raise at work and uh, I was going to this Thai restaurant where I liked one of the girls working there. So I decided, Hey, I'm going to ask her out today. I think so. I go out to the Thai restaurant. I get in and she's all, Hey, I heard you got a pay raise. You're making eighteen fifty an hour. And I was just kind of like, what the fuck? I was like, I knew the Asian community was tight knit. But I didn't know it was like discussion material, and and I was just kind of like weirded me out, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. I didn't, and I she played. asked about you, you know. She's she's like Jody Arias. She's really indie. So so I sit down at the table, and you know I get whatever. I don't know if I got the banker special or maybe like uh, garlic fried pork chops, whatever. And then she comes by, you know, when she drops off my food, she's like, hey, uh, the restaurant's not too busy. You want to hang out? You know, we're probably gonna close up early. I was like, you know, I was thinking, oh man, this chick's on my wavelength, you know. Uh, I guess she's feeling my intention. So, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to go for it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I want to hang out. And then next thing I know, her parents come out, like, of the kitchen, and they cross their arms, and they're just fucking mad-dogging me and shit. They, like, like really pissed off. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck's going on? So then her parents go back in the kitchen, and I go back to eating. And then all of a sudden, the cooks and whatever the dishwashers come out, and they start crossing their arms, and they start giving me dirty looks and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do to piss all these people off? Like, I, di- I didn't know what was going on because, like, I thought it was cool, you know? And then uh, 
she comes uh-huh. back out and she gets my tab or something. And I forgot what I said to her because I'm, I'm starting to get like a panic attack because I don't know why these people are pissed off at me. I don't are remember what I them? told her. I paid the bill. I got the fuck out of there and I never went to that restaurant again. I never showed my face. Good move. Um, I, I, got, I got one. Uh, this was like 10 years ago. I went to a punk show. I was tripping on some mushrooms. Then uh, I guess like an ex or some girl that was a acquaintance fucking um she started hitting on me and she was like drunk as shit so then we go back to my place and i'm tripping hard as fuck and i'm doing her and then like ah i'm like we're both so exhausted i go to turn on the lights and i mind you i'm fucking like at this point peaking hard tripping hard on mushrooms Turn on the lights. The entire bed is just covered in blood. I think oh, I fucking did. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. Oh no! I he has like, red wings. I literally like thought I committed a murder for like a good solid five seconds. Like, oh my god! I didn't know my dick was that powerful. <laughs> I really, I, I really don't even have any that bad, man. I can't even think of. It. I usually just dip. If shit gets weird, bro, I just leave. Yeah, there was one where I couldn't get away, man. It was like, I uh, just got to my first duty station in the Navy. And my buddy, he got himself like a a ch- chunky girl. And I guess she decided that I needed to date her best friend. So I was like, well, maybe her best friend will be good looking, you know? Her best friend's <laughs> not also like her. <laughs> my friend, like, he doesn't tell me that she's like a, a hog either. Because he's all like, yeah, she's, she's a lot taller than you. And I was like, well... I think that's a challenge, you know. This is before snoo snoo is a term, but I'll stick it. I was like, I'm cool with the taller chick, you know. But he didn't say she was heavier than me. And uh, when I got to the house, like uh, for the date, like I saw her walk in, I was like, God damn it, you know. I was I was pissed off, and uh, I didn't know how to respond because like one of the chiefs from my command was like the my friend's uh, date's father, so I was just kind of like a little bit nervous at the house. And then when we leave, it's like, oh, yeah, um, I had to get a new ATM card because back then you'd have debit cards. So I was kind of short on money and I needed to refill my car with gas. And uh, she ended up paying for the gas and filling up my car. And then wow. so we go to the base theater to go watch. Uh, I think it was uh, the water boy. So we watched that at the theater. And uh, after that, they wanted to go to some place like out by some creek or something that they were having a bonfire. So we went out there and I'm just thinking. Why is this date lasting forever? I'm ready to drop these girls off and go back to my room that Burke's because I don't want to be around. So I forgot how long we're at this creek and I was trying to avoid contact from this girl. Trying was... to avoid eating too much pork. <laughs> trying to, try to avoid eating the pork at the bonfire. Right, that's right. On. I was just like at the fire and I was just like really intent on staring at the fire and ignoring my date until yeah. I forgot when we got she, home. She asked, you became a skinwalker, bro. It's just like, uh, he, just, he just walked into the woods and he came back out. No, we're, we're in Nevada, but I don't think there's skinwalkers there, but we ended up dropping them off at their house and like, she was all into me and she gave me her number. She's like, here's my number. So you can call me up sometime. I'm like, okay. And like, I, when she went, turned her back, I threw that number away. And I went to a car. <laughs> we drove back to the Burks. Like we didn't get home till like 5:30 AM. And, uh, I forgot when we had to get up, but we had to go to a rock concert in San Francisco the next day, so we did not get that much sleep because we had to go all the way to San Francisco, and uh, we weren't supposed to be there. I was like out of bounds, and then what do you know? We ended up in a music video, but that's like a story from another day. <laughs> There's a good one in the chat right now. It's like went to slam a pig at her apartment, uh, and her toilet looked like 
he would make brownies and she never cleaned the mixing bowl. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I got follow up. So like, like like a week later, this chick shows up at the barracks and she's like beating the hell on the door of my queue and wanting to see me. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck's going on? Because I'm pissed. I see my best friend, my buddy next to her and his girlfriend. I'm like. Why did he tell them where I lived? Like, I had no intention of contacting this girl. Oh, jeez. And so, like, all my buddies were kind of like, well, who's this fat chick over here looking, you know, for me, you know? And they're all, like, wondering what the hell's going on, all this drama going on. All of a sudden, she's all, hey, we're going out on a date. You're my boyfriend. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I am not your boyfriend. I don't belong to you. That was one date. She's like, yeah, but it's not like you got any plans. And I was just like, I do have plans for tonight. I'm going to watch Skinamax jerk off and go to sleep. That's my plan. It's like better, <laughs> better than becoming hog food. Yeah, and all my friends like who were watching, they were like laughing their asses off at my expense. Mercilessly fucked with you if a fat barracks rat would have showed up at your place. That was like Mercilessly. I saw worse shit going on because it was like the girl who worked at the, the, the gas station on base, the little mini mart for the BX. She got high on ecstasy one night, and she did a train on sixteen guys in four different queues. That was pretty nasty. She works on the at the gas station on the base, of course. <laughs> so, uh, Brandy, do you have any dating disasters? Well, I've been mostly in relationships most of my life, but I do have a couple. It's a little bit long, but it's kind of entertaining. Go ahead. Um, I'll just tell that one. I won't tell a couple. So, once upon a time in a life a long time ago, I had an exciting life, and my best friend was a porn star, and we traveled the country, and I was like her manager slash assistant. So, we met all kinds of people, and we went to spring break in Florida, and I was walking across, like, we got to, like, host parties at clubs. So like, you know, like when you see those club flyers hosted by who the fuck ever, <laughs> that would be us. We, we went on like a spring break tour with Vivid and Echo Clothing. It was pretty fun. And I was going across the street to try to find glow sticks because we were going to drop a bunch of X. And I wanted to walk across the street to find glow sticks, right? And it's spring break and they have all these like cop crossing guard people or whatever. And, you know, they are like, help the crowds cross because they're massive. So anyways, I kept trying to cross the street. There was a cop there. And I'm fucked up already. And we don't listen to anybody. And I kept trying to cross because I'm like, I can make it. And he's like, no, no, wait, wait. And I was like, whatever. So anyways, I go cross street, don't get glow sticks, go back across to the club. And the club was pretty cute. And I used to have like a thing for cops. So he was really cute, actually. And we came into the club and went back to our hotel. And he was waiting for me in the parking lot. And I was like, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> and um, he just wanted to hang out and stuff. He's like, oh, oh, I found out where you guys were staying. And I just wanted to come say hi and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so I asked him if he wanted to hang out and stuff. And he's like, yeah. And now I'm even way more fucked up because it's way hours into this crazy ass night. And we smoked a lot of weed. Like we took it with us everywhere when you could not do that at all. 
And this will all be right before 9-11. So flying and everything was different. We, you can get away with a lot more shit through the terminals than you can now. And we, we would always have weed with us. Our hotel rooms would be like blown out, hot boxed, whatever. And so we're like riding up in the elevator and I'm like a moment of clarity comes to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm bringing a cup into our room. So I turned to him and I look at him and I was like, so I smoke a lot of weed. And if that's going to be a problem, you should probably tell me now. And he's like, no, I'm fine with that. I'm like, okay. So we go up and hang out and all that kind of cool stuff and have a fun night. I don't bang him or nothing, but we keep in touch. And so then he wants to come out here and see me. And I was like, yeah, sure. Cool. Right on. So he decides to fly out here to see me. And it just so happens that at the time he can come out, I have to go, we, I have to go out to Vegas, like during the duration of this trip, because we work Ben Stiller's bachelor party. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, how are we going to bring this guy with us? You know? And we're like, oh, hello, it's a cop. He's our security. Right. And so we decide, you know, okay, fine. We'll take him with us. So he gets here. I get to the airport to pick him up. And oh my fucking God, for the guy that looks so hot in uniform, he was so not out of uniform. And he literally looked like he shopped in the clothing aisle of Vons or CVS. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, this guy's like an uber dork. He, he and, tucked um, his shirt in with a belt with his blue jeans and a yes, set of go yes, fasters. Yes, yes. And fucking like Reebok high tops on and shit. And I'm like, yeah, those the, are I'm go like, fasters. I'm like punk rock skater crew from LA. And he's like some dork frontier dude that probably hasn't been a cop that long. And as great as he looked when I was drunk off my ass in uniform, <laughs> we had oh, a no. situation. You know, and it wasn't that he was unattractive because he was still attractive, but oh my fucking God, can you ruin a dude's look with the way he tucks his shirt in? And so I decided, huh? Well, I don't know. Being a former Marine, especially if you're in LA, he was definitely a former. I don't know if he was a Marine. I don't remember that part of the story, but I don't really care either way. Anyways, I knew I had a situation, but I was cool. And. I like actually went and spent like a few hundred dollars to buy him clothes that I wouldn't be embarrassed to see him around all these Hollywood things I had to do since I had to cart him with me everywhere. And I was like, oh, there's no fucking way I'm taking this dude out like this. Like, first of all, they're gonna be like, what is this, a cop? <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll think he's a narc and then. <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I, plus I'm just that way, anyways. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I get him some new stuff and I don't care. That's fine. We And as he's here, like he's here a few days before we have to go to Vegas. And he starts kind of like reminiscing about his partying days before he was a cop. And he starts telling me like, oh, I really miss acid. I really like acid. I've always wanted to try X and blah, blah, blah. Uh -oh. And I'm like, well, you're in luck because... I happen to have all that shit. <laughs> so we decide, like, he's like fucking super excited. He like wants to do ecstasy. He wants to do acid. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to really feed this cop drugs? 
well, you're in Vegas and whatever, right? And what's he gonna do? Arrest me here? Okay. And um, so we get out to Vegas and we do the party, which is a whole different fucking crazy ass story for me <laughs> because I got so fucked up um, accidentally <laughs> that I pretty much spent the duration, the, the bulk of the bachelor party, like a half an hour sleeping on Ben Stiller's lap. I have no idea. I, I don't have any recollection of this at all. And um, pretty much missing like the whole bachelor party because I passed the fuck out. Well, I'll, I'll sum it up. What really kind of happened was I was a little nervous and I took a shot of Jack and I took another shot of Jack and I took another shot of Jack and I took another shot of Jack. And instead of like slowly hitting me like five shots and a hit of ecstasy, like all hit me at once. So I was kind of out for the count for a while, not that long, for a while. So anyways, skip ahead to the next day. Well, I'll save that part for another start, another day, the rest of me. So the next day we have like, we could do whatever we want in Vegas because we have the day is free. And since I didn't really get to go out, like take him out the night before, we were supposed to party on the town and do all this shit. Um, we decided to do it the next day and then drive home the next night. So I proceed to give this guy acid. And I'm pretty sure he turned fucking retarded. Like, absolutely retarded. I'm talking, like, me and my best friend were driving out in the car, and he, like, another one of my best friends that drove out there with me, um, and he is in the back seat, and he was, like, mesmerized. I mean, fuck, dude, where did we meet him? Daytona or some shit? It was either Daytona or Fort Lauderdale. I think it was Daytona. And so it's not like he was used to people walking around, but you would think that he'd never seen somewhere where, like, people are just walking the streets and partying. And he was just yelling out random, bizarre, terrestrials. Like, I don't know, just the weirdest shit and barking at people. <laughs> and we were like, oh my fucking God, he's The DMX barking. method. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, we gotta get this dude out of the car because we're just driving down the street and it was like, literally like a dog with his head out the window barking <laughs> and yelling random shit at people. And very embarrassing. And so I'm like, oh, let's go to like Circus Circus. So, you know, the acid starts kicking in for me, obviously for him. I don't know what kicked in. And we're in Circus 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 for a while. Let me like kind of do the strip. And he just becomes so intolerable. Like I pretty much forbade him to talk. He was like babbling in the back seat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get my other headphone. I don't know if you can hear me. We can still hear you. Yeah, we can still hear you. Oh, okay, because I can't hear you on my phone. Wait, I thought I had it on me. What the fuck? Okay, so anyways, he's just babbling in the backseat, and he's like, I feel like, I feel like everything I say is dumb. I feel like I'm saying dumb stuff. And I will never forget that I, I turned to him, and I said, how about this? The next time you're about to say something, if you think it might even sound a little bit dumb, I guarantee 
that we think it is fucking stupid and you should probably just not say anything at all. So I had like pretty much forbid him to talk for like, I don't know, like three hours or some shit. Anyway, we get home and he goes home and that was pretty much the end of that because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Sounds like you so, broke his brain. Oh, I think Hobo Chili did a donation, but I can't read it, so I don't know if I can play it again. What? Hobo Chili recipe left a do- donation, but I can't read what he said. Yeah. Oh, Satan's a patriarchy joined the tribe, so thanks for the subscription on Twitch. Or no, the subscription's here. So I think we're at 185 followers now. You have issues where I can't see the chat, even though I'm like watching it, so I don't know. I don't know. I literally have like two screens up: the live one and the what we have on Discord. So it makes it easier. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I have the live screen up, and I still can't even see the chat half the time. It's not. It's like taking forever to load for me. I think. For well, but Chili said his battle buddy just made E8, and he's retiring early because all the bullshit's going on in the army. But I don't know if that was a super chat. Um. So we're towards the end of the show. Uh, Doctor uh, Till, me... where can our fans and followers find you on social media, and where can they find your show? Well, I'm on Twitter at the Doctor Till. Uh, my show. Uh, well, I technically have two. I have Ministry of Dude, which is an actual show, and then Legion of Dude, which is a let's fuck around and find out kind of show. <laughs> Where like everybody's welcome to pile in. Um, and usually we do those Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, for the the Ministry one, and Legion is typically on Fridays. So we got like three shows a week to go, and you can find me on my YouTube. Uh, I don't have like an actual URL yet. You just type in Dr. Till Ministry of Dude. See my dumb head. You'll know it's me. Semper, where can our fans and followers find you on social media? Where, your show? where can I? Where can all the people I see regularly in my chat find me? It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, YouTube, Semper Reloaded. Twitch, Semper Reloaded. Uh, uh, Trobo, for some fucking reason, Semper Reloaded. And, uh, and uh, Slaughtering It on uh twitter that's where i stream tuesday tuesday nights i do on my semper reloaded channel and then of course thursday i've got the internet guys which is internet guys on youtube uh we we solidified the name somehow we got internet guys the actual fucking name uh so if you type in internet guys into the search engine it'll it'll you'll see our uh, little icon there and we every thursday i get together with an army from interested stuff and we have fun Van, where can our fans and followers find you on social media? Well, if you're alone this Valentine's Day, you should definitely check out our show. It's called Almost the Podcast, where you can hear all kinds of degenerate shit on it. I believe. Did you just say Valentine's Day with an M? Talking about semen. Uh, Valentine's Day? I don't know. It's some fucking holiday. Some Hallmark fucking holiday. I don't know. But if you're going to sit at home, you might as well masturbate and cry. I will not masturbate and cry. I, I don't do that. Yes, so my co-host who just showed up, very drunk. She's with her best friend taking selfies. It's fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah, check us out. I get a bunch of cool sound bites from our show. I am a rape child. And uh, I have Wendigo as well. I was was at the corner fapping because, you know, watching a Jew get thrown in the ocean is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bunch of degeneracy. Degenerates like you belong on a cross. All right, so come check us out. We're on Spotify. It's almost a podcast.
Yes, and our podcast uh, audio library has been caught up. So you can catch that yes. on anchorfm.com or on Spotify and a few other platforms. I don't know if I can put us on uh, Amazon. I have to find out whether or not that'll expose my real name or not. Mm. I'd like to thank Dr. Till for coming out on our show. I'd like to thank Semper Reload for coming out on our show as a surprise guest. Thank you for having me, man. I, I had a lot of fun. And it was nice meeting Van and Wendigo and Brandy. You guys are pretty cool. This is a lot of fun. Nice meeting you, too. You're welcome uh, in my house anytime. The drunk chicks here want to say some things. This is a lot of fun. Oh, there. Go ahead, drunk chicks. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, drunk chicks. Hey, drunk. hey drunky. I have one message. Right. <laughs> no, we're not fucking doing this. Not today. <laughs> this is Ozzy the Barber. Find me on Instagram. I got you on. I trying to bomb ass cut, shorty. Oh my god! Right, forgive me, guys. But they're, they're drunk, <laughs> and they showed up at my house. So I don't know. I don't know if this is the best place to plug your Instagram, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's probably See, not the best place to plug your Instagram. I don't. I don't even link this to my actual name, and I don't give yeah. a shit. Good, good I, I dox myself. Well. Well. We don't care. So in two weeks, uh, we'll start getting more esoteric on our show again. We're going to get into Indian mysticism. We'll have a very special guest on to tell us about that. And then after that, we'll have a Siberian shaman come on to tell us where she's been meditating for the last two or so years off grid. And for those that know, that is Donna Trumplova, but I think she's calling herself Donna Donatella these days. So that'll be a very nice. fun guest to have on. Bro, I, I love that chick's content. That shit's so funny. Asking about um, cults and stuff, and we should probably do another cult thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil brought that up, so I'm thinking maybe after we do the Donna Donna show, that uh, we can start talking about cults. And I guess this one's linked to Rose McGowan's cult, so this is all Hollywood and right up your alley, Brandy. Sir, sir, about this cult, actually. (laughs) It's not just Rose McGowan, it's the same one that the Joaquin Phoenix and all them grew up into, and Winona Ryder. Hmm. I yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I think we briefly covered it, but we didn't get too deep into it. I think yeah. we. I don't even know if we hit that one because I know we talked about like Heaven's Gate and stuff, but I don't remember if we talked about the Children of God one. I might have brought it up, but I don't think we actually. Yeah, we didn't get too deep. We, but talked, we talked about it, but we didn't really like. We just mentioned what we mentioned now, which is basically those celebrities are involved, and we kind of skipped past it. Yeah, that's a big one because a lot of like Hollywood kid stars came from there. So I think it, it's more, I think there's a little bit more than just cult there. There's probably some funding and definitely some MKUltra weird shit like going on. A bunch on of the other ones. <laughs> Laurel Canyon stuff. Yeah. 